This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Happy New Year. It's 2019. You know what they say, New Year, New Me? Except, I'm never going to change. Rob hasn't updated my firmware since 2007. As far as I know, Rob still likes metal, and Noah still likes meat. It's a much happier way to be. And now, for the first time this year, it's the Metal Injection Livecast. I don't believe Chuck, because I feel that if it were true that his firmware were not updated, he wouldn't know that those things aren't true anymore, to make that joke. Holy shit! Damn. Yeah, he's he has, just playing us. He has AI, though. He has, like, a mind of its, oh, of his own. So you're saying that although it's true that his firmware was not updated, uh-huh. he developed an AI on his own. He's like a miracle of modern... He has, he has a lot of RAM, he's so the, uh, the memory is good. It's just the firmware. I think it's more like Memento, where as each episode progresses, he learns that Rob doesn't like metal and Noah oh, doesn't like meat, but by the time next week rolls around, he's lost it again. I see. I was hoping... Well, I don't know if I want uh, Chuck to develop an AI on his own. That might be scary. Yeah, that's bad. It'd be like the new Skynet, but with snark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, that, that no good. Happy New Year, everybody. We are your hangover cure. Mm. Your live two-hour hangover cure. And happy birthday to you. Thank you. This is my birthday. We're actually happy doing birthday. the show on Darren. my birthday today. <gasps> Did you hear that? What? Chuck knows. Happy birthday, Darren. He oh, knows. See? He's caught up. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck. Happy but he's going to forget by the end of the show. No. <laughs> it's sad. How are you all enjoying this new year? The last year of the decade. So far. I thought you were just going to say the last year ever. It could be. Yeah. It could be. We don't know. With, with all these nuclear weapons all and over climate the Climate change. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tsunamis. You know, I'm not one uh, to be like, oh, you know, I uh, can't wait to start fresh or whatever. But 2018 seemed like a... It was not fresh for you? Not fresh year. So I'm... Yeah. I'm I had I'm, a great year. <laughs> you, I, I disagree. Fuck you. No, no, no. Uh, so for me, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to start anew with this year. And also this year not only marks the 10-year anniversary of uh, the Metal Injection Livecast. Yeah. Today, specifically, is the 15-year anniversary of the launch of Metal Injection. Oh, wow. January 1st, 2004 know. was the, uh, the official launch day, which is surreal to me how much I personally have grown in the last 15 years, just oh, doing kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, come on. It's come a on. moment. Don't be, don't be so insensitive, Mike. It's been on the air 115 years, so who cares about the 15? <laughs> I was on air before it was air. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't tell me anything. Back after this. And uh, <laughs> I do want to point out, like we said, it's Darren's birthday, mm-hmm. and we're doing something fun for Darren's birthday. Uh, it's if, just not fun for Darren, I no, feel. Well, I, I think it's going to be. He's participating. So I'm participating. I'm going to enjoy this. So the the number to dial, 213-WIDE-NUT, 213-943-3688. And, you well, know. How, let me, before you say anything, how are we going to do this? Because the a, a, a listener said that I, for every caller, I should say something nice about the Yankees. Right. So I prepared a few things. Yes. Uh, but do we want them to pick like a number, or right. should I give them the names? And no, then... no, no, pick a random number. Yeah. Okay. So I have ten things okay. that here yeah. that I can say. Nice. So if more than ten people wish me happy birthday. I'm out of luck. I'm sorry. You're just gonna have to come up with nice things I'll to say give, off the top of your head. I'll give you Yankees to say something nice about. Okay, okay. that's outside of the ten. 
So but that ten be- is a lot anyway. I feel yeah. like we should just stop taking calls. Ten too many. Two one three wide nut. That's the number. Two one three nine four three three six eight eight. If you're a newer listener, Darren is not a fan of the Yankees. No. Darren is a Mets fan. Yes, as is but Sid. yes. But Sid and I have joked that we think that Darren hates the Yankees more than he loves the Mets. No, so this is you very know that's not true. This you is, know that's not. true. I said we've joked. Yeah. We're not saying it's true. The, oh, okay. I thought <laughs> I thought you joked, meaning you found humor in that true fact. Oh no 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 no. No. Uh, no, that is not true. In fact, I've said this many times that if, like, the Sophie's Choice happened, where like the Yankees had to play an interleague game on the last day of the year to get the Mets in the playoffs, well, of course I would root yeah. for the Yankees. I would just suck. My day would suck. But <laughs> that's that's that happens in hockey all the time. Because, because you know, if that happened, that you'd root for the Yankees and then they'd lose. Well, no, I wouldn't watch. I would just I wouldn't root actively. No, but I'm just, just saying you'd spend the whole day hoping for a Yankee win and feeling dirty <laughs> about it, and then they wouldn't even give you the win. Well, I don't and know. They were just the, how bad are they in this scenario? Are the Yankees bad like, enough to make us hate them even? If more? If the Yankees were really bad, like a sub 500 team, I wouldn't have any qualms about. It. I only have qualms about that rooting for them when they're good. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Anyway, you get it. Call in. Here are some great compliments about the Yankees. <laughs> And let just as a preview, like, is it all like recent Yankees on your list? No. Or is some quite old the ones, spanning the history nice. of baseball. Awesome. Yes, I'm excited. Some very recent and some very old. <clears throat> and of course, it was New Year's. Yes, it was. Some of us had a new yeek, a new yeek, a unique, a new yeek. That's what happens when you talk with chocolate in your mouth. I'm just saying. A new yeek, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Uh, me personally. I was falling asleep on the couch and I had to like force myself to be awake at the, uh, you know, at yeah. the at 12 just to catch it. Which, by the way, I watched the ABC feed. Oh, yeah. The Dick Clark feed. Oh, and Ryan Seacrest. Whatever. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there were because it was raining in Times Square, which, by the way, hilarious. Like these schmucks going out to Times Square. I'd rather the rain than it being like negative five degrees out. Yeah, it was That's kind of fair. warm Still, out yeah. last night. It was, uh, I wouldn't say warm. It, it was, was about like, 45. Yeah. yeah, like, and with the cold, I don't know. Anyway, uh, with that, and there were like fireworks and the smoke residue, the broadcast completely missed the ball drop. It was the first really? time. Really? Like, <laughs> you, you couldn't see the ball because there was so much smoke. And like the rain was like, you know, oh, the carrying fog. the smoke. Did have yeah. a different angle to go to? No, they just cut away Jesus so quickly, Christ. and we're just like, oh, we need to show people celebrating. <laughs> wow. So that was the highlight for me. Well, for me, it was uh, any time that my family turned away from Steve Harvey. Oh. oh, right. Because they were pretty continuously watching Steve Harvey. It's interesting fans? now that every channel, yeah, the whole house every, was down there. Every broadcast channel uh, had their own New Year's uh, show. Fox yeah. had the Steve Harvey one. Wait, what did I thought it was just uh, a- ABC and Fox a- a- had one? Uh, no, Harvey's NBC on had like a Carson Daly, like all the. It was Carson oh. Daly, Leslie Jones, uh, and like a few uh, other. I didn't know that. I would have checked out Leslie Jones. And that's why you got a channel flip during the. New I just saw that. Like I was flipping around at eight, and it said like Kathy Lee and Hoda, and I was like, "No, thank you." Is Leslie I Jones broke up? Is she any no. good at uh, like ad libbing though? Like I don't know. Like I know she's funny at doing scripted material sometimes, but I would hope so, given yeah. her age, that she'd have some ad libbing chops by now. Yeah. Was she like fifty? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Carson Daly, I know for a fact, no, is no, like no, a no, piece no. of wood. Carson did he, Daly? Did he throw on the black scent for Leslie Jones? Oh, no. He did not. What? But I only watched black like, scent. Somebody did that on... Oh, what was it? I see that when they cut away to one of these other cities, uh-huh. somebody did something like y'all, a very, uh-huh. very white person. Maria Menounos. Oh. But I can't ooh. remember what she said, so this story's going to fizzle out. But. I have trouble remembering uh, what she says. Well, <laughs> the thing, what's crazy about Carson Daly is he sounds so old now. I mean, he is old. Does he? But yeah, like you, you mean really like hear the things it in his he says voice. or his No, voice you hear it like, in his voice. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's like, wow. It's like a raspberry. I don't know. It's, it was weird. <clears throat> yeah. What, uh, this, uh, go ahead. You want to say something? Oh no, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say they had this little. This is the. They did a lot of horrible things. They did a. a, a they did a thing where they were promoting all the stupid Fox shows. Mm-hmm. So they cut Steve Harvey into the show like oh, seamlessly, oh. and it, awesome. all of them were awful. Hold on. Yeah, so they. So he uh, was like he was in Empire. He was in <laughs> Gotham. He just shows up and says his stupid Steve Harvey thing to mm-hmm. the penguin or whatever. I bet that was like his ideas. Oh, a hundred percent. Then they did another sketch. They got done with the stupid shows. Then they get in a boardroom and they're like, "What are you gonna wear for this New Year's Eve show?" So it's like the, the, this intern comes up with like, "Oh, you're gonna. It's gonna be even bigger than last year." They show his white, like you know, white mm-hmm. uh, s- uh, suit that he wore. He comes out with a giant white suit like it's just a giant hat and a giant suit and you're supposed to crack up laughing at how hilarious this is because it's oversized and it, right and then he can't fit through the door oh dear but that was nowhere near the worst thing the worst thing they did was they got this actor kid who was like nine they put him in a bald wig and a steve harvey mustache he's like little, little steve bring on little steve so this kid and he give him credit he was so enthusiastic he was like they gave him all these stupid lines to say, like Steve Harvey-esque, and he's delivering them like he's in the drama club, you know? <laughs> but that was around, like, 9 o'clock. Uh, By, like, 12.30, they're oh still out God. there. It's pouring rain. This kid looked like he just went through Auschwitz. Jesus. <laughs> he looked like he was so cold and shivering, and his face was a rictus of pain. Oh. And he was just standing there. He looked like, I said in the Discord, he looked like Jack Nicholson in the snowbank <laughs> in The Shining. It makes sense, because if you think about it, it's so wet and cold. Yeah. The wet eventually kind of, like, frosts up. Yeah. Yeah. It's and painful. if he's wearing cotton, it's just absorbing all the rain. And Steve was under an umbrella, which is supposed to be not allowed in Times Square. But he probably said, I'm not doing this shit unless you What do you mean not allowed? You're not allowed to bring umbrellas. No umbrellas allowed. Even if you're hosting a show? Uh, Well, I mean, it was a police thing. He was on a platform, though. Huh. But it's like, if the people standing there aren't allowed to have umbrellas, why should the performance? Yeah, because Steve Harvey is better than I don't understand. Like, what is Steve Harvey's affiliation to Fox, though? He has no shows on the network. Yeah, they just assigned him to do that. Yeah, they just need a host. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know, with all that rain and stuff, there was a chance for him to get electrocuted. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I'm getting I feel like I'm getting electrocuted. Yeah, okay. Right, right, sure, right. Yeah. <laughs> um We also had a couple of people over that uh one of them showed up drunk. This was like someone in my family mm-hmm. had two friends over there. I don't I've met them a couple so of times. So one of their friends showed up drunk? One of their married couple and okay. the, the man showed up okay. kind of drunk. And so Jennifer goes up to him 
and he's like, he brought his own booze. Oh right? boy. So he's like, I need a, something. He's like, I need a glass, whatever. So she goes and gets him the plastic solo cups, you know? Mm-hmm. And he like rejects the cup. He's like, I need a glass. You know, I can't get a glass. Got to be classy about it. So she goes, makes a joke, and she goes, oh, what, my cup's not good enough for you? And he goes, yeah, no, I need a glass. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I totally should have said, like, get the fuck out of here. Get yes, out of my seriously. house. Don't drink wow. it out of the bottle, you fuck. You brought your own fucking bottle. That's really fucking weird. But she's too nice to do that. Yeah, Why don't you bring your own fucking glass? Yeah, for real. So I would have said if I had heard this exchange. And what was he drinking? Like, what was so I good that it needed a... I can ask. I, I didn't yeah. investigate. I'll actually ask her in text right now. Maybe it was hot. Maybe he just had, like, a hot cocoa and he didn't want to burn his hand by putting it in a plastic Well, he could have said that. Uh, you know, uh, Steve Harvey wasn't the only one getting soaked... On New Year's Eve. Noah, you yourself. What? We're getting quite moist. What? Externally. <laughs> a lot of moisture on uh, New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, you had a very unique New Year's Eve, Noah. What the hell were you thinking? Uh, I don't know, but I like to say I'm in a lot of pain right now. Uh, so Sid doesn't know what I did. No. So I'll, I'll tell you. So I was just like going back and forth like... Because I personally do not like going out on New Year's Eve because everything is overpriced. There's a lot of like sloppy drunks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just like you need a reservation. So you have to like know what you want to do in advance. So I was going to like not do it and just like meet my friends for brunch or something and then be at home. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to be home alone. I want to go out and celebrate. I had a really good year. So... Um, a friend of mine signed up for the Midnight Run, which is a run around Central Park at night at 12 o'clock. In the rain? <laughs> Sid's like, what is what this bullshit? Doing? Well, when I signed up for it the day before, I, I didn't look at the weather. I didn't realize that it was going to rain. Um, so anyway, like I was just going to take whatever the weather was going to give me. And the rain actually made it more fun. Because you felt like you were like in like a sur- survivor uh, contest. Did you or slip and fall at any point? No, I didn't slip and fall. Um, I surprised myself because I ran four miles without stopping. Jesus Christ! Uh, Rob was really nice to babysit Bruno. Thank you. No problem. So I could do this while you were on the, on the run. Were there any Louis C.K. types that oh, no. out, popped out of a bush and started masturbating? <laughs> oh my God. I started saying alt-right comedy material. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the park was closed to like regular people. So that was the appeal because it's like if you paid to run. Right, because the park is closed after. Oh, no. You have to pay them to run? Yeah. How much did this cost? $70. Jesus fucking Because I wasn't a member. But they did the fireworks display. So like at, so before, I mean, if it wasn't raining, it would have been like more worth $70 because there was like a Did it come with a steak? I don't need steak anyway, so. Did it come with a tofu steak? It came with a Some rash champagne? guard. A sa- like, satan with steak? A, yeah, with like a runner's shirt and a scarf. A, a flute of champagne? Oh, so <laughs> so you, get, you get some swag. Yeah, and I got like a bib and stuff, which is the, with your number. the thing with the number. Not what you were Who is this friend with. that had this idea? Stop hanging out with this person. <laughs> no way. No way. Bad influence. She's a great. She's a really positive influence. Mm. Uh, Noah, when I when she came to pick up Bruno this morning, uh, noted to me how like 
okay. every part of her body was so <laughs> so when i got to mile two i started to feel my leg cramp and i said like i just knew that if i was gonna like stop and walk there was no way i was gonna restart so i'm just like i just have to like fight through this pain and just finish it <laughs> you know and um I just like focused on my breathing and not on the shooting pain of my legs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And um So like a normal New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then afterwards we went to Lower East Side and everybody was trashed. And I felt so out of place because that's like where we used to go drinking when we were in our twenties. Mm-hmm. And everyone there was so drunk. We went to get pizza at like two thirty in the morning. And uh, it was just like you really feel your age when you're around a bunch of twenty somethings. I feel bunch like. of NYU trashed. sophomores. Yeah, <laughs> and they were all so like well dressed. Those are all trust fund drunk. kids. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I uh, want to quickly interrupt your story, Noah, because we have a phone call. Ooh. We'll get back to it. Area code four one seven. Hello, you're on the Metal Injection live cast. What's your name? Where are you from? Okay, hello, cough. Hello. You're on the air. Hi there. This is why I got interrupted. Speak. I know, right? This is more interesting than my story. Come on. 417. All right. Let's put him on hold. Okay. Jesus Christ. So (laughs) uh, when I woke up this morning, I had like like pain behind my left knee, which Mm. is my good knee. And then, like, right where the bones connect to my pelvis, you know, yeah. like the, the cum gutter area. Jesus what? Christ, such language during the, the daytime. Where your yeah. bones connect to the pelvis is the cum gutter area? Isn't that like the cum gutter? Is that a thing? I don't ever yeah. heard Well, this. like the Apollo's belt is the... Apollo's Paula. belt? Who's Paula? Apollo's... Oh, from Trivium? Oh, no. Uh, Apollo's... Paula. Wasn't that from uh, Men in Black, the... Uh, the galaxy is on Apollo's belt. I guess the galaxy has come now. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway, so yeah. So your cum gutters. Your cum gutters. Yeah, go ahead. So my cum gutters are hurting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> your pelvis is just in pain. Yeah, it takes a lot to. You know, and this reminds me to bring up. Did you guys know that Dudorino does like CrossFit and stuff? I feel like I've seen like. Yeah, he's done like pictures. one of those like. Uh, the Ragnar races? races? Yeah. Tough mutter is that yeah. he does <laughs> that shit? Yeah, I want to talk to him about it because I have to oh. learn. But that's my like one of my I don't know I don't call it a resolution, but I call it goal is to get an even better shape this mm. year. What about you? <clears throat> Nothing. You don't set anything. My goals? resolution is to travel more. I didn't do as much traveling as I wanted to do. I want to go. To a bunch of places domestically and maybe one international trip. I want to go to a beach town. I want to go to Colorado. I want to go to Portland. Get some donuts. Although I've already had the food or donuts. It's not that. I just want to hang out in Portland for a bit. Just see the country. See the cool spots of the country. <laughs> what about you, Sid? Zero resolutions. Well, not like goal. Zero goals. No goals? None. Have you I met gave Sid? that shit up a long time ago. Sid's goal is to You have is to, to work towards a goal. goal. I don't want to do that shit. Just hang out. I got a couch. Got a new apartment. Got cable. I'm good. Listen to some podcasts. Oh, okay, that's a goal. Listen to more podcasts. No, not more. Not just more. Just I'm, just I'm at a good amount. <laughs> goal achieved. Don't listen to less podcasts. Yeah, there we go. There you go. That's a goal. Darren, anything? 
I mean, I always try to lose weight in the new year, but I feel like it's stupid because it's like it's just like a day just ticked off. You yeah, know, it's an arbitrary right. time shift. That's a good way to motivate yourself to get started. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's. I guess it. one of the goals was to start being more physically active as well, like return mm-hmm. to the gym or do some sort of class, some sort of activity. I signed up to kickboxing. Why don't you How do pole dancing, Rob? Pole, yeah, or pole dancing if I need a partner no. for that too. I'd want to do basketball. I want to join a basketball league. But when I looked into it, all the basketball leagues in the city. Uh, you have to know how to play basketball. They're, no, I know how to play basketball. They're, but they're focused around like socialization and like going out and partying afterwards. And it's like, no, I don't want to be friends with these people. I don't want to go to a bar after. I just want to show up. Just go to the Play y. basketball for an hour and then go home. Yeah, I, that's a yeah. Like or go like do park. like a pickup game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that that requires motivation. <laughs> this would it would be like I know I have to be somewhere mm-hmm. at a certain time, and there will be a guarantee that there would be like a five on five game or whatever. Doesn't like Chelsea Piers have that? Our pal Lonnie used to do it. I don't know that he was required to go drinking with these people afterwards. It's not required, but it's like part of the like the vibe. So you'd be like the douche if you don't go. What yeah, do they'll, they'll keep you on the bench because they won't pick him to play if he doesn't go drinking with but them. But I thought if you're like signing up for this, then you automatically play. Isn't that? Like, uh, I don't know. It, it was enough to like discourage me. Oh. Um, Get some friends to do it with you. And then you have more reasons. I don't to know four other people that play basketball. Find one other person. And then join this. So, do you want to join this league? With zero me? interest. <laughs> Why? I might show up just to film you playing basketball because I think that would be fucking hilarious. But I don't. I'm not going to play. I think Rob's bad. I just think I. 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 would like to see how coordinated he is. Can I mean, you? he's big, so I don't think he's going to be hard. He could be like yeah, Greg Ostertag. Uh, no, I was uh, my inspiration. I remember was Dennis Rodman because I like I was very good oh shocker as rebounds, oh. and I, I dyed my hair green. Saying? No. <laughs> oh, I did. We did. Have you could be like Ennis Cantor. You yeah. could be the, the, the benched. The, well, yeah, that too. Four one seven. Do you hear us now? I think it was our fault that he didn't. Hear, the person oh, didn't hear us. Okay. Yeah. Can issues. you hear me? Yes. Hey, yes. Up? How's it going? Four one seven. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry if you're hearing that dog in the background. Don't trying to get him close. No okay. problem. We What's your name and where are you from? Uh, I'm calling from Upstate, and my name is Brian. Hello, Hi, Brian from Upstate. Uh, it is, of course, Darren's birthday today. Do you want to wish Darren a happy birthday? Oh, happy birthday, Darren. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. And uh, if you could just hold on one second, Brian. Oh, I was going to let it do it when okay, the call well, was over. Okay, okay. Well, Brian, what he has to say. you're right. Yeah. Uh, Brian, do you have a question or a comment? Actually, I just have a question for Sid. Um, I was curious because I've re-downloaded some albums lately, uh, specifically Mediocre Generica from Leftover Crack. Mm. I was just curious what you think of them. Do you listen to them at all? Well, there's actually a funny story about Leftover Crack. I feel like I've told this on the show before. Yeah, but we I was it. a fan of the band. Thought they were very good. Thought Choking Victim before them, the band that spawned Leftover Crack, was even better. But when me and Rob and some other of our friends used to help run punk shows in Brooklyn back in the day, Rob sold so to me and Lonnie and another one of our friends booked the shows. Our very final show was Leftover Crack, and they got us shut down by the fire department before they even got on stage. So I will always hate them for that. <laughs> I see. I remember you well, talking about it. Yeah. It's not. It's not necessarily the band. It's their fans but and like all they, the fucking goons. But that they, they also attracted. there was a while where they wouldn't get booked in New York City because every venue they played got shut down. So at some point you well, they they're inextricably they linked. Last weekend in the city. What was that? 
They we play- went up there for Christmas. So they played two shows in the city like a couple weekends ago. We went down we went down to the city for Christmas to celebrate with my wife and my kids and my mom came up from Missouri. And they played two shows. I was unfortunately I didn't able to make it, but they did play a couple shows in the city. I I bet they were the smelliest shows of the year. You were going to take your family to yes. see Leftover Crack for Christmas? What's wrong with you? I was going to take my family to Leftover Crack. So I did take my son to see Demu when they were in the city in August, but oh, I didn't d- take... Did you say Demu? Demu Borgir? You went to see Demu Borgir? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. a fun show to yeah, see. Yeah, that's your, fun to see with kids. That's, that's like yeah. It was on my it was on my son's 16th birthday, so it just kind of fit perfectly. Oh, that's nice. Uh, where yeah. upstate are you? I don't know. Uh, I'm in Watertown. I'm up at station at Fort Drum. So, mm. oh, okay, cool. You're stationed at at a fort. Yes. So yeah, you're. I've, I've called you guys before. I used, I used to be stationed in Hawaii. I talked. To, I had a whole long conversation with Darren about uh, Memorial Day. I was calling from Hawaii then. It was quite a while ago, though. Oh. Wow. I do vaguely remember this. Yes, that's awesome. Were you pro or anti-Memorial Day? Yeah. But, uh, let's not get into that again. Yeah. It's no big deal. It's one of them. I've got three more months left up here in New York, so I'm trying to take advantage as much as I can. I'm going to the city as much as I can. I love it down there. Nice. That's such an exciting life. But it's not that exciting. <laughs> oh, okay. Awesome. Well, uh, but, yeah, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So because you called and wished Darren a happy birthday. You got to pick a number from one to ten. Uh, I'll just go ahead and pick one. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. All right. Number one is CC Sabat. Uh-oh. Who is a really, really uh, good person. CC Sebastian? Sabathia. Oh. A picture. He donates very generously to charity. Did you know that, Sid? I was not aware. Uh, every month he takes 20 orphans to the beach and lets oh. them sit on a blanket shaded underneath his enormous sweaty gunt. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice of him? Wait a minute. I don't know if that's a... I said he gives to charity. Is that on Wikipedia? That's one. That was one. All right. Well, there you go. If you call into the show, every caller, Darren will say something about... I will, it pains me, but I will despised say yes. New York Yankees. It hurts me to do it, but I will say something nice about it. The number to dial, 213-WIDE-NUT, 213-943-3688. We're talking about New Year's, New Year resolutions, some reflections. There was a reflection from a friend of the show, Mark B. Right. Oh, no. And uh, <laughs> his reflection was, was very succinct. Mm-hmm. It was succinct. 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 Well, you know, suck. Succinct. And then synced. Oh, I would always say succinct. Suck. That, I think that's also a, an acceptable way to say it. That's Rob, it. work with me. Suck. Suck. Shashushusets. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> so he, he, he posts, Mark posts, Fuck this decade. <laughs> yeah. And in our Discord chat, which you can go to 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, you can get the invite on our website, metalinjection.net slash livecast, or just look for the room Metal Injection Livecast. In our Discord, there was a very spirited exchange about Mark's status. Well, they started riffing on it. Yeah. Do you want uh, to read some yeah. of them? Uh, I have friends from every decade. Friends from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, God knows what. That was one of them. Uh, if you can't get with this decade, get the fuck out. 
Then we had R.I.P. a decade. <laughs> that was Sid's that favorite. Was the, yeah, that was a good one. And I said, uh, two decades walk in, one walks out, and I promise you Trump, Trump, Trump presidency having nothing but rebooted movies 2010s, motherfucker. It won't be you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Quote Mark B. Our acquaintance. He was a lot of people's favorite moment of 2018. That's right. We us. did a survey on our social media on Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. And uh, a lot of people, uh, hashtag RIP a legend, were <laughs> very into the, the Mark the B quotes. I guess he really uh, took the meme cake this year. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, call me a Jew bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I <laughs> will go shoulder to shoulder with them. <laughs> the people who voted for him, he means. Yes. Um, and uh, another highlight I feel of, of the last year, which I feel is a bit underlooked because it happened so early in the year, mm-hmm. was the shrimp eating competition, I feel. I guess it wasn't necessarily what? on the show. I forgot what? that that was this that year. That was this year? Yeah, because it was at Nam. It was at last year's oh, that's right. Nam, and I will be back at Nam this year. And we should do another meetup with the LA Live Casters. <clears throat> Maybe not at the Bubblegum Shrimp Company. <laughs> yeah, pick a different food to lose to somebody in a contest. Yeah, is there a barbecue place anywhere there you could have? Wait, ribs? I have a better one. There's an outback. How about There's a wall like stretching tr- competition? No, mm, no, uh, no, no. That, no. you're not going to go and eat outback ribs. Come on, Rob. No, I guess that is the Bubba Gump of yeah. ribs. So in that way, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fine. Do that. We don't. I mean, like, we want Rob to come back in one piece. <laughs> Why do you always have to go to like one of those restaurants? I mean, we go to. I mean, I don't know what's around because it's just the, Google Maps. It's all around uh, whatever's around. It's uh, like a convention center. Yeah. So it's all, that so it's all the chainy stuff. Yeah. You can drive for ten. Maybe minutes. like a PF Chang's. Let's do a PF Chang's. Well, like, who could eat the most orange chicken? No. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We got 203. Oh. I think this is Colin. 203. Yes, it is. How's it going, Colin? Hi, Colin. Happy birthday, Darren. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. And uh, do you have uh, a, a comment? Or everybody's just... uh, holiday. It's going well. It's going all right. It's pretty chill. I realize that, uh, you know, I've been kind of taking it easy this last week and a half. I've been watching a bunch of shows, catching up on Better Call Saul, which was a, a very good season, mm-hmm. and watching some documentaries. And. Mm-hmm. You got to go back to work tomorrow, right? Some mm-hmm. posts, yeah. which is kind of like uh, I, that's I didn't... reality for you. it'll punch you in the fucking face. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, damn. All right. How, how's your holiday, Colin? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of dog walking requests. Um, uh, no, not so much. But I do have a story for you guys. So oh, let's hear it. Uh, my grandparents came over for uh, um, Christmas uh, lunch, mm-hmm. and my grandma started. Getting herself all of a sudden. Oh, really? Oh. Now, can I can I stop you there? How? <laughs> Maybe the end of the story. I don't know. Uh, how, did you hear it happen, or did you smell it? Like, how did was this detected? Did she tell you? No, I smelled it, which was oh, even no. worse. Oh. That's how far away were you that you smelled it? She was on her lap. <laughs> That's why she, she squeezed it right out of her. Sick. From what distance did you smell this poop? <laughs> My brother was there also. Uh-huh. And he smelled it too. He's like, uh-huh. we were like, what is that smell? I was like, oh, we're like, oh. And the worst part is, I had to take them back to their senior home, and I had oh. to sit right next to her. Did you know it was from your grandma? Wait, so nobody like was Wait, like, grandma, go clean up. 
Wait, did you know right away it was from your grandma? No, she didn't even know. She didn't. So this is something she does routinely, right? It's not like, oh, it's out of left field. This is when she's like, I've had enough um, of hanging out with the family. She shits herself, so take her home. I'm going to shit my way out of here. (laughs) Back to to bingo. I mean, really, Colin, you of all people should know you should have taken her out for a walk before lunch. Oh. Oh. Clean out the system. Did you use one of the dog poop bags to pick it up? Take your baba babka for a walk. I'm already fucking scarred by it, please. I know. We just want to make it worse for you. That's not that scarred. You're laughing. (laughs) Yeah. Did she like shit on her clothes or did she have like a uh, depends type of thing going? Oh, no. He had to put like. Well, I mean, this. um, Previously, she like pissed on the. at my aunt's house, like oh, our, no. one of her couches. Oof. She like did. Pop? She like lift up the skirts and. Uh, oh, she just pissed on herself. <laughs> you say she pissed on the couch. It sounds like she knee bends or something. <laughs> this is sad. This is like well, he's our laughing. Future. I'm allowed to laugh. Yeah. No, I mean you're allowed to laugh, but to, it's just like no. I have authorized uh, Jennifer to pull the plug on me if I ever start soiling myself. <laughs> So what this if it happens happen. in like three years, like after a heavy dinner or something? No, that's it? no, Should an isolated incident. I'm talking about if there's a repeated <laughs> okay. pattern. Like if I literally cannot hold my my waists anymore. I mean, there's going to be a day where all of us can't hold it. We're right. Oh, doing if the I, show in our piss and That shit. day was in 2008 for me. <laughs> if I was euthanized for every shard, I'd be long gone by that's now. Right, that's what I'm saying. You got to make sure it's worded properly in the contract. You're right. I'm going to go over that tonight. <laughs> She might be mad at you one day. Just that's it. Hey, you said, hey, listen. So, how old of a woman is are we talking about here? I uh, like ninety-five. Oh, oh my god! Wow. How old are you? Your grandmother's ninety-five. So what? Twenty-five. How old am I? Yeah, I'm twenty-seven. Oh, wow. that's oh, like wow. a that's like a great is a great grandmother or is he your grandmother? This is my mom. This is my dad's parents. Oh, okay. There's like a my... big spread there. Well, it sounds normal. <laughs> the big spread is sort of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's spread and she shat on the, on the spread. <laughs> Did you see any uh, track track marks or whatever oh, they're called? Skid marks? Skid marks, thank <laughs> she, you. Yeah, she was doing H, too. <laughs> no, <laughs> Her arm was full of track. Well, you, you do get diarrhea from doing the hair on. Insulin. Just like when we solved the Pat O'Brien arson case. There we go. You solved this too. She's also doing heroin. You gotta uh, check your grandma into uh, rehab. Yeah. So, <laughs> any skid marks on, on Granny? <laughs> on okay. Granny Colin? Oh my god. We well, Colin. I guess not. Oh, I grandma got run over by a taco. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. So she should. Was the meal over? Was the meal about to like? Did she just oh sit there God, imagine shit for a whole meal? Like, <laughs> yeah, like being at the I? dinner table <laughs> smelling <laughs> shit? <laughs> oh, no. Grandma, no! <laughs> Go ahead. We're still on the amuse-bouche, Grandma. Come on, there's three courses left. <laughs> this is not amusing to my bouche. <laughs> have, an, have an aperitif, Grandma. <laughs> um, can I just tell a quick anecdote from this Please. morning? So I was on the F train this morning and I come in and I like could s- I, I sit down right away and I'm sitting in the back of the train by the doors over there that go into the other car. Wait, you went to work today? 
No, I was coming back from my friend's oh, house because oh, I didn't want to travel at night. And uh, I smell something and I look over and there's this like weird like bum. Like mm. he, he's not, he doesn't look homeless. He just looks like a bum. He's just a dirty person. Yeah. And he's got like his feet like half of like, like out from his shoes, like on his shoes and stuff. He gets up, he walks through the doors and then I see him squatting. Mm-hmm. Oh, at least he didn't do it in front of you. I mean. Yeah, I guess it's, like and like as the train is moving between stops and then he gets up, he comes back and I just get this whiff of like, oh whoo. my god, that guy took a shit <laughs> just now. He went, he sat down and took out his food and started eating. What did he have? Some like Chinese replenish. meal. Oh, got to replenish. Yeah, that was the most disgusting thing I've seen this, this year. week. Yeah, this <laughs> year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this week. A succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, sorry, Colin. Let's like, go back to And here. that man's name? Colin's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> she looks really good for 95, I gotta I can't say. poop in the home anymore. <laughs> I have to use public transportation. <laughs> oh, God. You know what she's like? She's protesting being sent back to the home. That's what it is. She's I, gonna... I thought that was like the punishment. Oh, if she Lord. shits herself, they just throw her on the subway and let her ride around for a <laughs> Feel lost. Yeah. Claimer at the lost and found. <laughs> well, make yourself at home, I always say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> when in Rome? <laughs> Why is your grandmother British? I don't know. <laughs> She's like the Queen of England. Guys <laughs> from Connecticut. <clears throat> well, thank you. Uh, Anything else you want to add? Any more uh, like vomit or anything? Uh, no, just that. Um, no, just that. Would you like to choose a number from two to ten? Oh, can't take I know one. It's just one. You can't. You can't take no. one. No, no, no. It's I because Darren has. Darren is now going because you wish Darren a happy birthday. He's going to say oh, something oh, nice oh. about the Yankees, and uh, he wrote ten things down. Somebody already picked one. So from two to ten, pick a number. Five. Five, he Five. said? There okay. we go. All right. I'll still warn you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Colin. And also, I want to say that the last one I did, I forgot to play the fanfare. Mm. Yes, let's hear the fanfare. So here it is. This is majestic trumpet music. <laughs> Number five, and this one is a good one for Sid, is Bernie Williams. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here's something nice about Bernie Williams. He has a band. As long as James Dolan is alive. <laughs> Bernie Williams will never, ever be number one on the list of New York City sports-related celebrities who make shitty music no one gives a fuck about. <laughs> it's definitely true. Okay. Yes. Well, I guess that is that is a... Never be number one, Rob. He'll never, he'll never Technically be Technically a nice thing to yeah. say about Bernie Williams. Yeah, see, I told you I could do this. You doubted me. <laughs> I do remember last year at NAMM, Bernie Williams was doing a sign. Oh, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I, wasn't he there when we went also? Am I imagining? Oh, yeah, that? yeah. I, I think mean, he was. I, he probably... He just goes there. And yeah. Plays his, that's the only place anyone's forced to listen to his shit. Here, let's play something off of his Vivo uh. channel. No, I think you might take it. Absolutely not. Too ethnic for you? This is La Salsa and Me. It's like... That's him. Oh. It's like, like Latin Kenny G. Yeah. It's awful. Elevator music. I will say it is pretty uh, uh, non-threatening, cookie but cookie cutter. Yeah, vanilla. Who aspires to this? That's like the thing that blows my mind. Right. Well, what I think is that 
like when you're a, a dumb jock, like baseball player or whatever, and you can do anything yeah. at all yeah. outside of baseball, it's like they grade on a curve that you're a That's, genius. Yeah, for sure. Like for if sure. Joe Asshole released this, no one it would disappear into the bargain bin. Yeah. Or this is just as good as he gets in music. Yeah. And he could put a band together. He, he can afford it. But, like, how is he not bored by this is my question. Like, <laughs> he thinks, like, this is him really doing he's it. he's in it. Crazy. Because everyone kisses his ass. Oh, he's, a, he's yeah. on the Yankees and he plays guitar. What a great guy. <laughs> he has glasses. Yeah. He has glasses, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does anyone want this coagulated piece of sugar? Yeah, I was looking from at our that. popcorn. It's terrifying. No, <laughs> Why would I? It looks like a tooth. Would you're you not, eat it? Oh, you're not, no, you're not. I'm already doing something that pains Rob? me. Yeah, here. Rob will eat it. Rob will eat anything. Huh? Save that for his birthday in a few months. All right. Pop- oh wait. So can we talk about what you are eating tonight oh, for yeah. your birthday? Oh yeah. Well, I don't hundred percent know yet. Here's what I asked for. Because um, we are going to Vegas in two weeks mm. for my birthday. It's just better to not be there when it's New Year's, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but so I figured we're going to eat out like a million times on this trip. So today I said I want to do a cooking challenge. And I want Which Jennifer you're gonna make to. Meal. No, no. Uh, I said we're going to get very basic foods from the bootleg supermarket, like Seatown or something. Mm. And I wanted you to elevate it and make a restaurant quality dish out of it. So I picked uh, those chicken, round chicken patties that come in oh the yellow God. styrofoam. Oh, that's, that's one. Those are good, those but are they're good. not like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I not cuisine. And SpaghettiOs. Those are my, oh I bought my three God. cans of SpaghettiOs. Uh, do you need judges for this? <laughs> um, it, I mean, I can bring the food back here next <laughs> week. No, or we, no. no. Uh, yeah, that would have been a good idea, but but you can use other stuff besides those two ingredients. Those are yes. just what it has to be centered exactly. on. Exactly, but you know, the well, the one condition is that has to be the star of the dish. Like you can't put one little piece of spaghettio in there and then make lasagna. It's like Iron Chef. And it's got to be one dish, or each could be its own course. I would say each thing is like one is an entree and one is an appetizer. Interesting. Okay, mm. so got to take photos of this. Can, yeah, but you can use any other ingredient you like. To elevate this. Wow. Because I feel like in combination it would make like a good stew it or could, a chili. Yeah. But I wanted I wanted I want her to show off her skills. Nice. That's, That's very, very cool. fun. Yeah. I like that. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. All I ate today was a salad. Like I'm gearing up for like a nice, nice dinner. Wow. <clears throat> very cool. Uh two one three wide nut. Go ahead, sorry. Two one three wide nut. Call call up. Wish Darren happy birthday. You will say something nice. About the New York Yankees. As I have two times already. And uh, as I mentioned, I spent this weekend, uh, this week, binging a bunch of uh, shows and documentaries. And on Showtime, they they put up four rock docs. Mm -hmm. I watched two of them. Uh, The two that I watched, one of them was on Gigi Allen. Yes. So which good. highly recommended any any Gigi Allen documentary is highly recommended yeah. and worth watching. This one is g- great in that lineage of other Gigi Allen. Right, that's true. That, yeah, we watched like there was one uh, hated about is, yeah. yeah. A this one is about ago. his family. So this one is about his family, and I said to Sid, like it, it. I'm shocked that it's really a competition for who is the craziest person in that family. Like yeah. wow, Gigi Allen's brother is out of his fucking mind. He's a 60-year-old guy who acts like he's 15 or 65 or something like that. He's a, yeah, he's 
He's up very there. old for and what he does. Like his life is essentially living off the name of his dead brother. And like selling anything oh, he could. That's sad. I mean, he was in his band with him, right? But it oh, wasn't. Okay. What, what's his name? Dwayne? I forget. Right? No, was I don't it even remember. Something Rock like that. Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, like for example, one of there was a scene. I mean, and I want to say like the filmmakers were very good because it is the best unintentional comedy of the mm. like. They're not present. They're present. It's almost like they're a not uh, ridiculing him. You're saying, yeah, they're not ridiculing him, but they he himself comes off like yeah. such a jackass that you just can't help but laugh. Are man. there clips? Because the only thing I've ever seen of him really is like performance footage like, of Gigi. They, yeah. Oh yeah. Are well, there that, clips of him found, just being himself. He was on stuff? like Jerry Springer or something or Geraldo before Jerry he Springer, died. Yeah. Uh, there are clips of like interviews he would do yeah. with you know like a high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he there is a little context from his point of view of what was going on, mm-hmm. but it's a lot about his brother and his mom who has the thickest Boston accent. Oh and, yeah. Well, they're and, from what New Hampshire. Yeah. Right? So yeah. And uh, and she's just like I don't want to be the mother of Gigi Allen. I want to <laughs> be the mother of Kevin because he's just no. So for example, he had. They had to take his gravestone down because people kept coming and defacing it and like shitting, shitting on, it. on it and peeing on it, which like Colin's grandmother is a fan of Allen. That's New England, so make yourself possible. at home. <laughs> which it's like, I mean, it's Gigi Allen. What do you expect? Yeah. Like, who, who do you think you're going to draw to this thing? Yeah, but it is also you know like a funeral. Uh, uh, but I'm sure he would have loved a it. Cemetery, thank you. Or he would have encouraged yeah. it. Yeah, he would have loved it. But everyone else whose family yeah. is in the cemetery, when you're an 80 year old woman, going to visit your son's grave, you don't want to have to step over a mountain of shit and piss. Unless you add to it. <laughs> well, fair. But at least that's your own. So that that one's really good. And I and we Sid and I talked about we we definitely have to do a DVD commentary uh, for that because it's also it's a quick doc. It's only like 70 75 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and the other one I watched was the Agnostic Front documentary. Oh, God. Before you go on to that, I wanted to say what oh, Sid sorry. said about Gigi Allen, yes. which was that uh, if you have any insecurity about your small yes. penis, watch this documentary because <laughs> oh, right. he's got like a pimple. Yeah, it's shocking. It's shockingly tiny. Micropenis? Yes. It is certainly in micropenis. Which terrible. explains really? a lot about his entire life and okay. personality and all of that because... Can you know, somebody pull a picture of it up? You can gladly. Yeah. There's there's not many, much to pull. I'll tell you that. that. <laughs> no, no. The the answer is no. No one can pull that up. That's why maybe he just thought he wasn't technically exposing himself since his pubes stuck out further than his dick. <laughs> that he was technically still dressed. Oh. Yeah, very oh small. yeah, you're right. It is, I heard they called him. I heard they. <laughs> no one's like ooh. mildly attracted. He, to No, him. I'm not. It's no. Weird. He he's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> Oh, it's inside his body. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks like a vagina. <laughs> see, it's like a tequila worm. It's just like a little clip that somebody glued to his pelvis. Wow, I've never seen a penis so small. <laughs> oh, I mean, they called him Peanut when he was alive because his dick was so small he peed on his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and he did it all on stage. I mean, but that, that was all. It was soft. We didn't know what it looked like when it was hard. Even still, though. That's oh, how much <laughs> yeah. bigger could that get? No, no, no. Um, We're not talking John Holmes here. So that was that was uh, 
So what about the, the highlight? The oh. highlight of the Gigi Allen movie, though, I just want to really quick before we get to, uh, I get to the agnostic front one, is that you know his brother. There's a quote which again. <laughs> Such comedy, completely not meant to be comedy. And he says something along the lines of like, what's the name of the band? Uh, the Murder Junkies. The Murder Junkies. Thank you. He's like, the Murder Junkies, we're doing better than we've ever done. You know, like we're making more money. And, and the thing is, you know, uh, when Gigi was alive, we wouldn't make money because he would break something and right. whatever, and all the money we'd make, we'd have to pay. So, in essence, we're doing better now mm-hmm. than when, when he was alive. Makes and it's like, oh, so you're doing better now living off the name of the guy who's not alive anymore, Listen, and the only reason people show up to the show. You're right, but also he's like the last person I feel sorry for, too. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's it was ridiculous. And to keep the spirit alive... The drummer eats his own shit. Well, no, oh, close. Oh, really? There is like the brother. A, there is a shot of the brother painting with his own shit. Yes. to sell on Facebook. Oh, okay, Which, shit art. He will shit sell anything on Facebook. Yes. Like that's kind of the point of the movie. But like the drummer, there's like a VIP experience where you can come and before the show shove the drummer's drumsticks up the drummer's ass, and they show yeah. this. Yeah, what? It's oh insane. God. Yeah. And then they show the drummer going to the bathroom, cleaning off the drumsticks. And he uses the same yes. drumsticks. And he uses the same drumsticks. He doesn't invest in separate drumsticks to do this. No. no. And then what's great <laughs> is that like later on in the movie, Gigi Allen's brother tells the drummer, like, hey, I can make you money off of these drumsticks. You can be selling them on Facebook, man. selling them on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> that drummer's name? Colin's grandma. Uh, same, similar age, for sure. <laughs> These are like old fucking men. Old doing this old stuff. men doing this, and so that was like a, a, a sad sixty-year-old oh, doing hardcore. The Agnostic Front documentary, very uplifting, and also Vinny Stigma, sixty years old, w- looking way better than this other guy. Well, yeah, they, the, the New York hardcore guys take care of themselves. Yeah, like, they lift, bro. Did it make you nostalgic at all? He's a, he's a scrawny old Italian man. No, any nostalgia? There was so much nostalgia. And, like, there was... It was... There was one point where they were talking about the set list, and they were like, all right, so we'll go from old New York into whatever. And I'm like, yes, I'm so glad they have it in the set. Retroactively go to that concert now. This is our new, this for our new album. It's called Fuck This Decade. <laughs> well... Uh, What's crazy is so the documentary focuses on the guitarist Vinny Stigma and the front man Roger Murray. Thank you. Uh, And Vinny Stigma is 5,000% more interesting. Well, he's like quotably, he's like the Yogi Berra of hardcore. Yes, he is. My favorite, let me just as an aside, there was a band called Token Entry back in the day in the like late 80s, early 90s New York hardcore scene. And their logo was like the subway, like arrow, you know, the token entry. That's where they got it from. And one time Vinny Stigma went to one of the guys in the band and he's like, how did you get the MTA to use your logo on all the fucking subway stations? <laughs> like legitimately asking, thinking that not not that the band stole the logo right. from the subway, but that the New York subway system stole the logo from the small time New York hardcore band. That's great promotion. Yeah, he is great. He makes the movie and like the his parts of the movie is a lot of New York nostalgia. Uh-huh. 
And then the Roger stuff is all about like his emotions and how he has like, uh, like how he's uh, neurotic and whatever. It's like I don't know, whatever. Get back to the, you know, and 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 that dude like left New York. He lives in Arizona now. Who does? Roger. Oh, really? Yeah, because he has a wife. He has a wife. Wasn't she in a band too? Was she? She was. Well, if it's the same lady, she used to be in bands also. I don't remember which bands, but she was also in bands. Well, you can look it up. So his wife went to school in Arizona, and that's where they settled. Hmm. Uh, so I will say, like, for fans of old New York, though, there are really fun nostalgia stuff. And it's really fun to get Vinny Stigma's uh, point of view on the Lower East Side, oh. which is now like a strip mall, essentially. Mm-hmm. But back then... Back in the day, it was a pretty rough neighborhood. You yeah, mm-hmm. think it's a strip? I mean, I know it's it's not the way it used to be, but I feel There's like, like it's expensive. Like, they just opened the Target yeah, and a right. Marsh. Like they're really zhuzhing it up. But I, I think also there's parts that have. It's probably the most the grittiest part of that remains in Manhattan. I would say, other than maybe Washington uh, Heights. Okay, uh, would you say that? I mean, yeah, like it's slowly seeping in. Like, oh, like, it's definitely yeah, seeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, disagreeing with you. So there you was know what? S- someone got stabbed on on uh, Delancey Street. So yeah. I agree with you, Darren. Delancey oh. is pretty rough. You're right, yeah. but but Delan- like they're really reshaping. There's like a big mall. It's crazy. Yeah, give it five yeah. years. Yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. Just like, like yeah. it's going to be different. There was one part though that I feel is very relevant to the Metal Injection Livecast. I didn't get the best audio rip here, so please bear with me. Oh, but you'll hear it. So here's Vinny. Uh, stigma, the guitarist, just talking about you know the way things were. Like showbirds, but oh, he's, it's a dying thing now. Too. He was talking about pigeon coops on on rooftops. Okay. Like showgirls. I was gonna Sh- do a showbird. movie review here. He's talking about showbirds and like like raising pigeons on uh, on the roof of his. Bu- so the crazy thing about Vinny Stigma too, he's lived in the same building his entire life. Oh my god. Uh, he like his him. His cousins, they all lived on like two floors of this building. And, you know, he's still there. And it looked like he was in a studio apartment. It didn't look like the biggest thing, but it was a Lower East Side apartment. It's not bad. And for a single guy, yeah. it's, it's, it's fine. So here it is. Like showbirds, but it's a dying thing now, too. You're not even allowed to have a pigeon coop on the roof. Thanks to fucking Giuliani. Fucking hot on, ruined my fucking city. He's a boondoggle motherfucker. I don't know anymore. <laughs> He's a boondoggle okay. motherfucker. We need that for drops. That's that fucking hot on. It just reminded me of the ass yeah, tweet. A boondoggle like, motherfucker. So, there's a side so, project, man. There, there's so many quotable wow. moments for Vinny Stigma <laughs> that it, it makes it worth it to sit through the Roger parts, which it's just like, yeah. oh, my emotion, whatever. Like, get yeah. to the Vinny Stigma. There needs to be, like, Vinny Stigma needs his own talk show, I think. They give Norm MacDonald a talk show. <laughs> yeah, why not? Give Vinny Stigma one. Metal I, Injection. Yeah, seriously. That sounds like something <laughs> right. that would be on Metal Injection. I promise you, boondoggle motherfucker. It won't be you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear that one more time. We gotta hear that one more time. You like showbirds, but it's a dying thing now, too. You're not even allowed to have a pigeon coop on the roof. Thanks to fucking Giuliani. Fucking hot on, ruined my fucking city. He's a boondoggle motherfucker. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like uh, Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You're a boondoggle motherfucker, get out of my fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's exactly it. That's him. Wow. Giuliani's a fucking hot on. I'll beat his ass because I'm stupid. You hear me? <laughs> Two youths. Two youths. Your Honor. 
Uh, wow. Uh, in 2008, somebody made these mock presidential commercials for Vinny Stigma. Oh, By the way, I think the band I was thinking of that Roger Murray's wife was in was Nausea. Hmm. But yeah, anyways, they were pretty good. Born into humble beginnings, Vincent J. Stigma changed American music as guitarist for hardcore pioneers at Gnostic Front. Now, he has bigger changes in mind. Hi, I'm Vinny Stigma, and this is why I should be president of the United States of America. On recycling. Uh, they got a sign downstairs that says recycle. They want me to recycle a can. They throw an H-bomb on Hiroshima. You want me to recycle a can? I don't think so. Fair point. On childhood. Today, kids are inside like this by themselves. It's kind of spooky. It's like, uh, you know, like scientific shit, you know? When I was a kid, we had a thing called a baseball, a baseball stick, and friends. They needed a friend that they could touch and hang out with, and, you know, jump yeah. the turnstiles in the train station with, you know? Good old throw bottles at people. Like I used to do when I was a kid. Set fires. <laughs> <laughs> On decision making. Keep cool. You know, don't worry about this or that or the other thing. Just, you you know when your, your friends come around with a stolen car, there's a gun in that car, you know not to go in that car. Listen to your subconscious. Your subconscious says, yeah, I shouldn't do that. But your conscience says, eh, fuck it, I'll do it. Listen to your subconscious sometimes. <sighs> Christ, what a job. <laughs> Tell you the truth, I really don't want it. I'm Vinny Stigma, and I approve this message. <laughs> I approve this message that I just said in its entirety. <laughs> oh, there's another spot. Born into humble beginnings, Vincent J. Stigma changed American music as guitarist for hardcore pioneers. At- On art. I'm looking at Andy Warhol. You know, look at that. Screen printer. Come on, who are we kidding here? Oh, I'm an artist, you're an artist. bullshit artist is what you are. I'm like, hey, Andy Warhol, get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. I'm the artist on stage, not you. Vote <laughs> stigma. On Osama Bin Laden. Kill him. Gotta hang him. He should just shut up and bury himself under a rock. Watch out, there's a camera watching you. Somebody's watching you. Oh, my God. On religion. And I believe any good religion believes in the basic Ten Commandments. Hey, I'll give you one. Thou shalt not kill. Okay? We all agree on that one, right? I don't care what religion you are. So now we got nine to go, right? Thou shalt not steal. We should rob, right? That's a bad thing, right? You know. <laughs> all right, so now we're down to like eight, seven. I'm sure we could. So you don't like one or two. All right, who cares? Christ. <sighs> all right. Wow. It's, like, it's like Bronx beat. What a fucking yeah. boondoggle. <laughs> Pretty much. Born. There, there's one last bit on cloning. Let's hear his thoughts. Oh, yeah. Cloning, hey, there should be more Vinny Stigmas around. This would this be a better world than <laughs> clone, clone me. Ah, who cares the reset? Just do it. Every, it's going to happen sooner or later anyway. Hey, what are you going to do? Times change. I'm a religious guy. You know, I believe in God. I stopped in church. I stopped in church today, I think. Anyway, I go to church, curse out the neighborhood, and I leave. What? On <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentrification. This should be good. You know, Dumbo. You know what I mean? Soho, you know? Nowhere, that's where I want to live. Nowheresville, you know? But who the fuck is that? What kind of line of shit is that? First of all, this is Lil Litley. And where we stay, Lil Litley. Not Litley. Who the fuck is no Lita? Some fucking cunt living up the block. Sorry about that. <clears throat> <laughs> this must be from, oh. like, recent, though. 
Soho is a Soho has been Soho for like two hundred years. Like, what is he yeah. talking? He about? Even no, he said Nolita. Nolita. No, but he, he also said Soho, Soho too. Yeah, no, yeah. Soho, Soho, Dumbo. He misses the old New York from before Peter Stuyvesant came here. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the old New Amsterdam. <laughs> 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 the greatest Native American settlement in the world. <laughs> and it just don't feel the same. Because the Dutch came in. I do want to point out, too, that, like, you know, we talk about the South Brooklyn food group, yeah. how, like, the people with the biggest complaints are the ones that don't live here anymore. We just learned that Roger lives in Arizona and he's the one singing, like, it just don't feel the same. Maybe yeah, don't feel the you. same because you don't live here no more, buddy. Yeah, here. It feels like Arizona, you fucking boondoggle. <laughs> Maybe Vinny wrote those lyrics. Yeah, I know. He probably wrote it. Did he? Does Vinny write lyrics? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this don't feel the same. Oh, because I'm in Arizona. <laughs> there you go. Maybe he's talking about Tucson. Yeah. I miss the old Tucson. <laughs> They used to be where more cactus is. <laughs> <laughs> but the spikes don't feel the same. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck out of here. Uh, Fucking what, Him on Celebrity. Hold on. Celebrities, please, think for yourselves. They, like, they, they had Charles Barkley. He, he was always like, well, I'm not a role model. Just that, spitting on kids. And like, ah. Sir Charles, I don't know who knighted him, but I got a hardball bat. I'm knighting with. <laughs> hey, boy. Is his platform assaulting Charles Barkley with a baseball bat? Jesus. Did I hear that correctly? That is correct. Wow. Okay. I'll get the anti-Charles Barkley vote. Kenny Smith oh, is on board. Okay. That is terrible, Sid. <laughs> terrible. Terrible, Kenny. Oh, man. We got to get that guy on the show. Well, we know where he lives. Yeah, right? <laughs> Saw from some pigeons. He's not likely to be moving anytime soon. Yeah. By the way, of all the shitty things that Giuliani did, and there's a lot, uh, making it illegal to hand handle gross, disgusting pigeons, I don't think yeah. that's on high on the list. Yeah, that's a very specific problem. Who knows what fucking Vinny Stigma was touching with those hands after oh, he handled these God. fucking shit encrusted pigeons. <laughs> fucking syphilis all over them. <laughs> the greatest city in the world where you used to get diseases from pigeons. But now you can't cause Giuliani's a hard on. A fucking hard on. <laughs> and a boondoggle. <laughs> Oh, who cares? What a weird insult, a boondoggle motherfucker. It's not even uh, like being used correctly, right? I mean, that's what is a boondoggle. It's like a mis- a bad situation. Yeah, a boondoggle or something too Which overly I, complicated. I guess he was a bad situation, but yeah, uh, but I, it's still it's a little yeah no it's a little uh, sideways. Ah, here it is, boondoggle work or activity that is wasteful or pointless, but gives the appearance of having value. I suppose, like, his quality of life kind of crime enforcement, broken window stuff could yeah. be considered a boondoggle. All right. That I'll give him a pass. <laughs> Though I feel like that's a, bro- a broken clock thing. He probably just, that was on his word of day calendar, yeah. so he threw it in there and it just happened to actually fit. 
Just like an after school special, we discovered that Vinny Stigma <laughs> knew how to use words all along. <laughs> had a very advanced vocabulary. Yeah. Our boondoggle was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Bless his heart. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. There's more, but I mean, we don't care anymore. I get it. Yeah. But, um. There was another post on one of our Brooklyn uh, boards. Oh, that's right. Someone posted about Peter Steele. Yeah, it was a picture of Peter Steele on, like, his car, yeah. uh, a, which a had, like, cha- yeah, like, chains and stuff. Did he have his dick out? No, but there was a cat next to him. Oh. Yeah, he had a bunch of cats. Who has those cats now? His sisters, probably. They're no, the cats alive. are probably dead. You don't know. They died with Peter. They were buried with him. Yes, yeah. I didn't realize like how close he he lived to like my childhood apartment. Like oh, yeah. I knew he lived around yeah, my high school, you, yeah. but like, damn it, why didn't I? Why didn't I ever walk on those blocks? I used to see him walking around all the time. I I never saw Peter. I think I saw him like once at um, uh, what was the pizza place on Avenue M by Murrow? Pete's Pizza. Pete's Pizza, yeah, like right near J two. That's not there anymore. There's no more Pete's Pizza. No, you missed the old a New year York. ago. For the best, fuck that. Yeah, place. Pete's Pizza was terrible. It was yeah. awful pizza, but it was just around forever. I thought. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Uh, I wasn't a fan of. But the- now it's like a gyro. Then they sell pizza, and it's probably better. Mm. Uh, are the gyros okay? I haven't eaten there. No. <clears throat> now I have old New York stuck in my head. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Listen, it's horrible, but it's catchy. It certainly is. I mean, hey, they've been doing it for over 30 years. They, I would hope they know how to write a song. Well. Oh, I miss the old Phoenix. I can't find the post. I want to read some of the... Well, people were... It's like a South Brooklyn group where someone posted a Peter Steele photo. And uh, people were sharing their memories of uh, seeing Peter Steele. Peter Steele. Peter Steele, Peter Steele. Did like 90% of them not know who the fuck he was? (laughs) Saw some big gop walking around. Here, take it. That's the post. Take it hard, Rob. Oh, you found the post. Fucking hard on. Fucking hard on. All right, let's see. Everyone uh, remembers the block. Somebody writes, he used to roller skate around Cheapset Bay Road shirtless. What? Which, (laughs) I mean, hey. (laughs) Uh, Roller skate or roller blade? I could see him on roller blades. It says roller skate. Hmm. What happened to that guy? Somebody asked. Mm. Oh. Somebody writes, I remember seeing that car on Avenue M by Pete's Pizza. Oh, okay. There See? you go. He was the guy Corroborates that pulled up, my story. He pulled up in front of your building and jerked off in front of you and your friend. Wasn't that him? It wasn't <laughs> that, that car, guy? though. <laughs> he used to rent for that. Oh, no. It could have been. Cool, yeah. cool dude. Used to shoot the shit with him on my side job. Did he ever repaint the car? I remember it being dark green with white stars. And hooks and chains attached all over. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that version of it. Yeah. Somebody, I, I've definitely seen that, like, the with the chains on it. I've seen that parked while going to school around there. Somebody writes, oh, I had a handed. Yes. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> oh, who cares? Oh, all right. Uh, somebody writes, I had a hand in building that car. I worked at ATV on Coney Island Avenue, and I also wow. lived two blocks away from Pete. And I remember the day he rolled up in a baby blue Grand Prix. He got rid of the big-ass Impala and wanted to do this car up like the last one. We had to do some crazy suspension mods to get those off-road tires on a regular car. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. You know, that place was by the kosher gym. Mm-hmm. Over the kosher gym? Yep. Still exists, doesn't it? No. That's gone. Oh, R.A.P. a legend. <laughs> they had like a like separate uh, gyms for men and women, yeah. and they had like you couldn't see in the window and stuff. So like, who would want to see in that window? That's got to be like serious upkeep to have to have double mm-hmm. the yeah. equipment. Rob, it's what Hashem wants. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and yeah. I wonder, God forbid. I wonder if Literally. they would dress up in like gym clothes, or was it just like the regular attire that they never like take sweats? Off? I bet it's probably tracksuits. You know, yeah. like full. Why uh, do you think sex. Jews are so cheap, Rob? They're spending so much money on all the religious shit they have. Right, on, on gender segregation. Yeah, they don't have any money left. That's very important to segregate women. Mm. <laughs> I remember I, I used to live right around the corner from him. One day I was riding my bike and I ended up crashing into his front yard fence what? and sliced my elbow. He came running out and asked if I was okay and offered to take me inside and to treat the wound. And he asked me, he asked me, what blood type are you? (laughs) Well, and I said, typo negative. And then I never saw him again. (laughs) He goes, I declined the offer and thanked him and went back home. I think that one's a lie. Do you think Peter Steele would run out of his house? He would probably just laugh at the guy. Maybe he was like a cute girl. He was running out to meet his dealer. Well, you you have the pictures. Is it a... A woman? Who's a woman? That fell off the bike and cut the elbow? Oh, it was a man. No. Then, yeah, that's probably not true. Michael. What's his name? Okay, those were most Can you of just them. show Sid the picture? Oh, I accidentally clicked off the page. Well, there you have it. And that's where Peter Steele grew up. Peter Steele! Class A douche in that, that picture. Weird. So Russian Just looking. don't feel the same. What do you miss, Rob? I miss the old New York. Oh, who cares? Yeah. Frances always preferred carnivore. Oh, who cares? <laughs> I prefer Who's carnivore. Family? I like typo, but I prefer carnivore. You like them racist lyrics. It's a it's a theme album. It's about the end of the world. It's not that P, it's not Peter Steele singing. It's his character. Oh, all right. Yeah, is that what it is. Is that what Michael Richards said yeah. about his stand-up? <laughs> well, the song is called Race War. It's about the war between the races in World War Four. It's not him. Four? In, yeah, World War Three and Four. Those are, that's what, it, it's it's a prediction of the future of the wars that are. So what was three going to be then? Who was that between? Well, the song is World War Three and World War Four. Okay. And they're so both the, race wars? So the first one ends in a tie, and then we have to do it again. Yeah, and like, that, well, the, thing is, the <laughs> thing is, Jesus Hitler uh, is resurrected. I'm serious. He, there's a song called... <sighs> it's great. It's so cheesy.
imagine like what persecution Peter Steele would go through if he was alive today for oh. this song? I don't know if persecution is the word, but I know what you mean. Well, you saw the video with like Louie and Ricky Gervais and Chris yeah. Rock and all. Well, I saw it when it originally aired. Then Nobody was, cared about it yeah. back yeah. then. I feel like if this song came out today, Rob would be posting how horrible it is on Metal Injection. Oh, but shots since fired. I did have a moment where I, I felt uncomfortable. I was like, oh, is yeah. this problematic? But then I spoke to the A&R person, and he put me at ease. It's like, oh, he's, he's Well, speaking. the person in charge of selling this. Maybe yeah. Maybe the right spin. About selling it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let, let me play, uh, here's Jesus Hitler. Can you say Darren? No Hitler speech, and then. Did he have the gay rights for that? The riffs. Christ. You don't know. <laughs> Fun with numbers. A little D beat. Anyway, I like Carnivore. Mm. Well, how does Metal Sucks feel about them now? Have they done a retrospective piece? <laughs> <laughs> they, they have not commented. I'm going to withhold opinion until they tell me how to think. <laughs> uh, speaking of Louis C.K., <laughs> Uh, a new somebody did kind of a douchey thing. I feel, which is they recorded one and of his pulled sets. out their penis and yeah, jerked right. off in front of a woman. That's more douchey. But oh. I mean, within the realm of the comedy world, they recorded a bootleg of one of his sets. Yeah, and uh, it's weird when you know you get caught, you get accused, and admit to. Being a serial sexual harasser, uh, apparently when the reaction is so negative, it turns your comedy into ultra-right-wing comedy. It's weird. It's weird mm-hmm. how that happens. Yeah, uh, We've joked that like, oh, the only people that would accept him at comedy shows now would be conservative, so he has mm-hmm. to kind of switch his material up. But I actually went back and listened to some of his older material, mm-hmm. and it's not that far off from, the, right. from this stuff. Yeah. So he's basically doing his same bit, but more edge lordish. And I want to. I actually want to play a two minute clip, like a forty five minute version of this video is on YouTube. Like you could look up uh, Louis C.K. leaked set, and uh, it's so weird because I feel for all of us, he was one of our favorite comedians. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how all of you feel still but it's it's very it was very hard for me to listen to this because it's what i imagine how dennis miller uh fans felt <laughs> when he made his shift of like he didn't have any fans though you're right yeah. i mean i don't know uh but okay so here's a two minute clip i do want to uh, provide a trigger warning uh just because he says very insensitive comments about uh gender neutral people and also makes some 
dumb jokes about the uh, Parkland shooting. So if any of those things uh, make you feel uncomfortable, you might want to skip the next uh, 10 or 15 minutes that we talk about. Just rewind and listen to Colin's grandmother shitting in her pants. Yeah. Yeah. That's much less offensive. (laughs) So here's this material. Here's this material. And I would like to pause uh, in between things just to kind of dissect certain jokes because the thing that's most offensive to me about this isn't the dumb jokes he makes at the expense of uh, gender non-binary people yes. or uh, the Parkland school shooting survivors. It's how hack mm-hmm. yeah. the jokes are. That's 100% true. Yeah. But I'm a little disappointed in the younger generation, honestly, because I'm 51 years old, and when I was like 18 to my 20s, I mean, we were idiots. We were getting high, doing fucking mushrooms and shit. And then older people were like, you got to get your shit together. And we were like, yeah, fuck you. And I was kind of excited to be in my 50s and see people in their 20s and be like, they're crazy. These kids are nuts, but they're not. They're fucking, they're just boring. He's basically doing what he's saying he wanted to do. Right. He's doing uh, Dennis Leary's material from like 1991. Fucking tell her you shouldn't say that. What the fuck are you, an old lady? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, because they're all in so fucking right wing. Well, so this is in Long Island. I want to point yeah. out. So oh, they're all drunk. So it well, sounds all funny. O and A fans in Long Island. You know, mm. they're all very mad that they can't call trans people men anymore. Well, hold on. Here you go. <laughs> finger-fucking each other and doing jello shots. And taking your dick out in front of people who didn't ask you to. Yeah, you're like just... Me. Yeah, you're yeah just why me. are you so normal? Why, yeah, like, oh, what's wrong you, with you? You Have a little ask fun. women if you could uh, take your dick out and masturbate in their face? Well, he asks them, them, and then he just doesn't anyway. Right. You wait for permission? <laughs> yeah. I also want to point out that he's saying like when I was 18, I was doing all this crazy shit. Motherfucker, you were doing that till you were 48. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Like you grew up and don't do this. Yeah. Shit. Like you're and not. Also, we've seen what he looked like when he was that age. He wasn't finger fucking anyone. <laughs> Be honest, man. Yeah. He said we, meaning his yeah. friend did it yeah. and he watched he from the other room. It, yeah. <laughs> he was using the massager in the background. Yeah. He watched Bobcat Goldthwait fuck a waitress one time. That was his wildest experience. <laughs> Louis, come on in. I want to fuck this waitress. <laughs> no, I can't. All right. Gonna fuck her now. <laughs> like, why aren't you? <laughs> you should address me. They're like royalty. They tell you what to call them. Fuck em. You should address me as they them. Because I identify as gender neutral. I love, so that, vo- you, I love that voice. Very, very uh, creative. Uh, that's comment. one. The other thing is, no one wants to be called they them. He's yeah. exactly like he's distorting he's the actual argument the to make it funny, but you're losing the point of what the person's saying. By making it into a joke. You understand? Okay. It's so okay just, to exaggerate for a joke, but he's not exaggerating. He's changing right. the whole argument. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say just, now? So I, like, just to play devil's advocate. Yeah, absolutely. Could it be that he's trying to highlight what's going on in society? Like, this is like his way of like social commentary by just like bringing it to light, just talking about it. Uh, he's saying it's bad. Well, uh, hold on. It sounds well, like he's punching down, though. Yeah. It's well, not- let's get through the let's get to the, the punchline. Okay. 
So like here's because I haven't listened to any of this. Okay, so here, here, here's 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 where this is all going. Here's the social commentary that you're <laughs> that you're clamoring for. You should address me <laughs> as they them <laughs> because I identify <laughs> as gender neutral. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you should address me as there. Because I identify as a location. <laughs> and the location is your mother's cunt. I couldn't believe that was the punchline. I could Yeah, what is that even? I couldn't like, advocate. I, I was like that's what hurt the most that he thought this was a good joke. Yeah. Did he? That like that he's that He's so bitter or angry about, oh, God forbid, some people have different views on gender than me, and, and I, they're asking to be polite to them. Uh, and then, like, to like to go, go from they that call me there and where there is, your mother's cunt. Yeah. Like, essentially blowing off the whole, the, his social commentary is the whole argument is bullshit. This is, whole thing is dumb. Is it possible that he's not even actually right wing? It's just that he realizes that the only people that will still be yes. fans of him are fucking morons, so yeah. he doesn't have to try um, writing good stuff absolutely. anymore. I think it, I think it's possible that he is cynically pandering more to them, but I also <laughs> yeah. think that's I letting think, him off the hook. Yeah, like I because think he, he does, is that already. Yeah. No, he's there, Darren. Yeah, there. His There's part. a little more to this clip. It doesn't have to be that nasty. <laughs> but it can be. <laughs> so now he's advocating like cursing out trans people. Whenever yeah, they and say you know, like that's 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 the thing. It's like you're enabling um uh bigots to yeah. to like act dickishly because it's it's confirming their beliefs, I yeah, feel. You're ridiculing what they now, I will play like to play devil's advocate here. This the thing about this is it there is a level oh boo hoo of unfairness to judge this because it's not like he put this on a national special. This is like this comedy was meant for fifty people in Long Island. It, it wasn't meant. And sometimes for, they test material, so it's not like. Right, like this is you know this could not be the final All version. Right, I don't buy that because what if he walked out and just did a bunch of like black people jokes? Would you say that too? Like, oh, I was just doing it for that. Role. I well, no, well, well, I feel like that's kind of the uh, again. I'm playing devil's like I don't necessarily agree with this, but I feel like comedians who have not, I, defended is a strong word, but like been like, hey, you know, this is a this is what happens at comedy clubs. There's way worse things said. And to me, it's like, yeah, it's it's not funny. It's stupid. And like, well, that's a, it. The, the, like you said before, that it's hack. It's that it's that this is like the 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 trope of every white fifty five year old comedian for the last thirty years. Yeah, is that college campuses are ruining children, and why can't I? Why am I not allowed to say anything offensive anymore? You are allowed to like, say Like, oh, it. Uh, yeah, like I can't make any jokes anymore. It's, no, you can make jokes. Your jokes are just bad. Yeah, and he's jo- been doing... The, the, the point of the joke is to punch down. It's not to say something funny. There was no, there was no social commentary yeah. in there. And he was saying, uh, why can't I say faggot anymore? I'm, I, I'm so sad I it, can't say faggot anymore. Ten years ago. And it didn't so stop funny. him from making tens of millions of dollars. It's so funny you mentioned that because that was the bit that I immediately thought of. And I was like, oh, I remember thinking that was uh, really funny. I'm going to go back and listen to it. 
And it was like, you know, there isn't that much of a, of a leap from that joke that he made 10 years ago to now. It's the right. sa- this is it's like the same he switched pattern. to punching down targets. Yeah. But it, like is there uh, before this all happened with his Oh, well, the other scandal, the, 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 hold on, hold on. The, yeah, sorry. Before his scandal happened, was there another stand-up comedian still working, still doing stand-up that had more money than him? Like not talking he about was, Chris right, Rock right. cuz He was the most successful modern comedian. Yeah, agreed. So what he is selling where is this oppression that's preventing him from saying controversial things right. coming from? Because someone on a college campus said they want to be well, called Well, it's them. because people... Yeah, right. It's people are, are saying how his material now is so disgusting. And now it enables right-wing commentators to be like, no, this is comedy. This is funny. You're just right. too sensitive. I, but I've said this a million times. Like, I'm very open to offensive comedy like Same. give me something new though yeah like i like gilbert godfrey i like anthony jeselnik i like these guys that right like, they exist to do shock value right but also with, with art but also yes. yeah with anthony yeah. jeselnik the joke is like you know you're in on the joke yeah yeah you're not in on the joke. Like, he means, yeah, I don't know. He, he could say, like, he's just joking. He's doing clapter. He's doing, right. like, the Daily Show for right-wing yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. So he, the, the epitome of clapter is these next 30 seconds. Now they testify from, in front of Congress, these kids? Like, what the fuck? What are you doing? You're, you're young. You should be crazy. You should be unhinged. Not in a suit saying, I'm here to tell, fuck you. You should have been in a suit when you were jerking off on yeah. people's heads. Yeah, you should have been in a suit in front of a court. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I didn't even mean that. I mean, if he would have been behaving himself, yeah. he would never have gotten And the thing is, like, you should be doing something crazy. Like, I don't know. I think for a 17-year-old to be s- sitting in front of Congress... Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, protests advocating for gun control. I think that is pretty crazy. That Wait, is pretty wild. Did they jerk off at any point in Congress? <laughs> they no. kept. What's crazy is they kept their genitals in their clothing That's the entire time. They're so they young, young. They crazy. didn't even ask. They didn't even ask anybody for permission, or if that was on the table. What are they doing? What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's because it's hard to take your genitals out of a diaper. Oh, oh and that could be shit. for the. Congress people or for the kids? Fair. Because you went to a high school where kids got shot? Why does that mean I have to listen to you? How does that make you interesting? You didn't get shot. You pushed some fat kid in the way. Now I got to listen to you talking? Oh, my God. Talking? That was... uh, Also, he doesn't have to listen to any of that. Yeah, turn off the TV. You don't have to... Nobody's making you do anything. fucking mansion that you still live in. Yeah, go jerk off in your fucking yacht that you want. But and like, this what? was this was not even like there's so many other he has a whole bit about like how you shouldn't call retarded people like intellectually challenged yeah. because they can't even pronounce that mm-hmm. like whereas retarded is much easier to print like and then just this weird thing Asian dicks yeah just like Asian people have small dicks they're women just like who oh what the fuck gosh. are you doing dude I, it's I'm waiting for like two years from now. There's going to be some documentary, and this was all a work. Oh no! Like a uh, River Phoenix, not Joaquin Phoenix. Remember when he did yeah. that like fake thing? That was like a documentary. Where he was like going to be a rapper or something. So his his Joaquin Phoenix moment is becoming the ultimate right wing comedian. Yeah, like the bench be yeah. a comedian. I'm just hoping that somehow this is all. Or maybe it's not really Louis. It's just some shitty comic from Long Island. That sounds exactly like Louis, <laughs> and looks exactly That's like the same him. delivery. Don't hold your breath. Uh, such a fucking bummer. Yeah, it's very weird. It's very it's very sad because I was a very big fan of Louis C.K. And, and if he had handled this right, I feel like society would have welcomed him back with open arms after a little while. Mm-hmm. But he's just 
going to be the victim. Because mm-hmm. he has such a huge ego. Like when you get that yeah. successful and that rich, it's hard to go back. I heard uh, Seinfeld's trying to get in front of this wave too now. Oh no. He sees it happening. He's Uh-oh. like, why, why do Chinese people have small penises? <laughs> and what is the deal? What if you get a woman with a very big fat ass and you try to bang her with a small penis and you're Chinese? What do you do? How do you get through that tunnel? <laughs> How do you get through that barrier? Explain that to me. <laughs> oh, it's so funny in that clip you were talking about from HBO like eight years ago. Seinfeld is the one being like, I don't feel comfortable com- com- like having Same a comment N-word. on the N-word yeah, or whatever. And Ricky Gervais was just so excited to say it. Yeah. Just because Louis. Well, C. he's from a different country. I don't know that. He has the stigma with it. In England? Yeah, he could just sort of stand off to the side and be like, hey. In in England, it means a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's that's not it. (laughs) That might be a different word. Oh, okay. (laughs) Chips. No, don't go to England and ask for a cigarette. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What, Ricky Gervais said the N-word? Is that what happened? And Luis, well, there was a... I saw that roundtable. I don't remember this part of it, though. Yeah, we could play the clip. Uh, Jesus. But the clip is is like... I don't think we should play it, but like the clip is also like a small part of a larger Right, it's a one-hour talk format thing. And that I don't comedy. necessarily agree I've, with, because that's from like another period of time. I agree. I don't think there's any... There are three terrible people just saying that word. That's it, all. It's like from a... I, I don't think there's any... But you know what? It's not for me to say. I'm not... Yeah. The the slur that they're using is not one that is ne- negatively affects me. So I don't have the context to say whether. I should. So we shouldn't play the clip you're saying. I mean, you could look it up. It's not it's everywhere. But it's basically Chris Rock says that Louis C.K. is the like N wordist white person he knows or something like that. Okay. And then. uh or the blackest person he knows. And then Louis C.K. says, oh, so you're saying I'm an N-word. And mm. uh, Chris Rock says, yes, that's what I'm saying. And then they cut to Jerry Seinfeld, who's like Super incredibly uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Because he has that sense of this is going to become a viral video. In seven years. What did I sign up for? <laughs> Somebody call my lawyer. Which he probably did right after that show. It's just weird to me that that was on HBO. That was like a big thing on HBO at the time, and nobody said anything. Yeah. It took how many years? Just some rando tweeting about it. Yeah. Weird. (laughs) Comedy is weird. Okay, Rob brought like a huge thing of chocolates, and I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, it's one of these Russell Stover assortments. You're looking at the GPS navigational map of the uh, different chocolates. They do have a map, but it's, it's weird. Do you eat all the peanut butter? I might I mean, have. what is the deal yes. with that? I ate most of the chocolates. Who eats all the peanut butter? I ate one of those as well. Those are good. I think all the good stuff is good. gone. It's in my tummy. Caramel? There's probably a caramel yeah, left. Yeah, I think good. that one right there, yeah. No one likes your chocolates. Didn't you say we got an email, Rob? We did get some... Uh... Oh, can I offer anyone some fruit from Israel? No, thank you. 
Damn, that was so... He sent us so much fruit, Israeli guy. And yeah. I want to know, like, what his company said about that expense report to ship. So please answer that in the voicemail. throw it out. Huh? It was probably almost expired, and they were going to throw it out. No, the fruit's still good. Like so this comes later. from Rob, but two Bs, in the UK. And... The subject is, by the way, if you want to send us your feedback, we love, love hearing from live casters. You can do so by emailing hate mail at metalinjection.net. Or if you'd like to project your voice, record a voice memo with your with your mobile phone and email the voice memo to hate mail. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, we only not. have nine more minutes for people to call in. And get the rest That's of that true. List. Two on three wide nut. Someone in the chat, I think. No, actually, we, we, we started a little late, so it's like uh, we have about 20 minutes. That's okay. We're not on at our normal time, so yeah. I feel like a lot of our recallers are not listening. Right, right. and it, it is New Year's Day. Um, but anyway, so yeah, you can email hate mail on the Metal Injection Livecast website. There is a speak pipe widget. You can use your computer microphone or your phone microphone to record something through the widget. Uh, or like I said, email us, hatemail at metalinjection.net. This one comes from Rob. He says, regarding you not always realizing how much the listeners appreciate you. That's the subject. Aww. And uh, the email is written entirely in Comic Sans. Beautiful. I feel that should be pointed out. Nonetheless, we will still read it. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, you guys also bring joy to my world. And I am very grateful to you all for doing the podcast every week. Whispers so none of the others can hear. Especially you, Rob. You're my favorite. Hey. I even have the t-shirt to prove it. Well, thank you. I'm honored. And we could hear that. Uh, He continues, my job kind of sucks and I'm surrounded by incompetence. Listening to the live cast definitely cheers me up at work. He works in parliament. (laughs) The he pro- works. He, he works at cemeteries, cleaning shit oh, off of gravestones. No. <laughs> the problem he is, he follows Ricky Gervais apologizing when he says the N word. <laughs> Press flag. I think Noah actually knows the guy who does that for a living. Really? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, More truth than false. Uh-huh. Uh, so he goes. The problem is, I've now caught up on the first two hundred to two hundred fifty episodes. <laughs> which is roughly where I first started listening. So I can only listen to one episode per week oh. instead of multiple casts a day. Damn. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I love you guys. Rob, all the way over in England. P.S. Because I know you like feedback, I found the live cast searching for metal podcasts because I needed something to keep me going at work during a two-week-long stock take I downloaded about five different ones, and the live cast was by far the best. Oh, well, thank you. Mm. This was around the time Steve Austin started his podcast for a reference point. So that was a while ago. Wow. And um, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for listening, Rob. Thank you. He is an inventory controller. And I have his address here. Should I read it? What is it? Yes. (laughs) What town? What city? Uh, Church... Uh, Cheshire. 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 Like Cheshire Cat. Mm-hmm. You know that, Rob. You know that reference? You know these words. I don't know No, words. he doesn't. Oh, that's sad. I don't know words. I don't know life. Well, uh, since I got a bunch of birthday things in the chat, you want me to read a couple more of these? Oh, yes. Who, yes. who, who wished yes. you happy birthday? That was a, for a while back, but oh, okay. uh, the Yonder. Oh, Yonder and, and Duderino. Uh, and there was one b- earlier. Okay, so that's three. Let's see. 
Oh, you want th- you want three whole Yankees compliments? Yes. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's. Sid, pick a number. Hold on. Uh, give me number six. Number six is David Wells. Oh. <laughs> I can say for a fact, Sid, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that David Wells never did steroids. And why? Why is that? Because even at age 25, he had the body and hair of a 50-year-old Home Depot lumber aisle associate who, if you lingered a little too long in the store, would teach you a thing or two that the media wasn't telling you about activist feminist judges who take children away from deserving fathers just because they had one little blow up at the Cracker Barrel. So that's why I know that's fair. that David Wells did not do steroids. Fantastic. Let's see. That's so nice. Can I pick a number? All right, go ahead, sure. Uh, Can I have the number four? Okay, number four is Mickey Mantle. By the the mid-60s, Mickey Mantle realized that he was giving so many sexual partners herpes and chlamydia. Oh, no. That what did he do, Noah? He decided to intentionally poison his liver with alcohol and shatter both of his knees so that he couldn't get around anymore so that women would be spared contact with his withered dingus. (laughs) What a humanitarian Yankee pinstriper. Wow, that's so nice. Isn't that a good... People think bad things about Mickey Mantle, but he actually did... He's a good guy. ...the world a service. That was really nice of him to do that, so he didn't have to whip out his wiener Louis C.K. style. Or I guess Louis C.K. whipped it out Mickey Mantle style. Oh, you want to pick a number? Withered dingus, by the way, might be my favorite pairing of words I've ever heard. Oh, thank you. (laughs) The two two, uh, most beautiful words to combine in English language. (laughs) I'll do number, number nine. Nine. This is just about Yankee fans in general. Yeah. Uh, Yankees fans, I have to say, are some of the most knowledgeable and passionate fans in all of sports. Oh, wait, sorry. There's a printing error. That was supposed to say violent and racist. <laughs> not knowledgeable and passionate, violent and racist. Sorry about that. That's <laughs> technically not a compliment. I'll give you another one here. Yeah, Gary that's... Sanchez, which oh. I tear a compliment. Oh, yes, please. And now, in, in the media, to be fair, a lot of people say that Gary Sanchez uh, doesn't hustle. Not true. Whenever there's a brawl, he runs his ass off to get in position behind somebody on the other team to blindside sucker punch them. <laughs> oh, that's nice. He's, he moves. He moves. He's yeah. very into the game. And this wow. music is so lovely. <laughs> this is what they play when they're selling, like, uh, Chase Headley neon pinstripe beanie baby oh. day. <laughs> very majestic soaring oh, music. God. Our oldest Chapman uh, replica pistol night. Seriously. <laughs> fire into your ceiling. Restraining, autographed restraining order night. <laughs> Posable Roger Clemens figurine uh. with removable sh- bat shard to throw out a batter. <laughs> right, I'll do one last uh. one. I don't know. Well, I'll give you all. choices here. Well, why don't we save just in case uh, we For get my some next colors. birthday? <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I have a bunch more. Oh, so you I was oh, going to yeah, give yeah. you one more now. All right. Uh, Aaron Boone I got Babe Ruth Derek Jeter George Steinbrenner Any of those uh, Take your fancy I would say Jeter Yeah same Derek. This is a little bit Of a long one okay. Say even though Even though I'm gonna say Some of the bad things first But then I'll get To the good thing uh, Even though Derek Jeter Threw his teammate A-Rod under the bus When he was being Booed by Yankees fans Refused to move Off his position As the worst Defensive shortstop In baseball history when a much better defensive shortstop joined the team. 
treated his female partners like transactional sex workers by sending them corporate gift baskets after shooing them out the door the previous night. And on the way out of his career, did a highly publicized year-long masturbatory retirement tour, receiving gifts from every team he played against, followed by two retirement commercials he started and it was paid millions of dollars for, reminding us to respect him. That is my way of saying that he's the perfect model of class, dignity, and honor <laughs> that we have come to associate with the New York Yankees. Oh, that's, that's true. That's a very true statement. Thank you, Rob. That's fantastic. See, I, I'm capable of saying nice oh, things. Can we, okay. I'm curious about the George Steinbrenner one. George Steinbrenner. Oh, wait. Can we put the music back on? Oh, yeah. Sure. Sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I went on so long, long it ran yeah. out. There oh, there it is. George Steinbrenner was a key component in the Yankees' run of championships in the 1990s. How did he do that? How? By getting suspended from baseball and having no ability to ruin the team <laughs> with his really? incompetent buffoonery. He's also reportedly, reportedly acclimating well to his first thousand years in hell. <laughs> George Steinbrenner, everyone. Our Beautiful. Legend. The Good. former owner of the New York. I never knew that. It's very appropriate music. Love it. We have 914 back on the line. 914. Hey, how you doing? Hey. How you doing? Just something else? Is this, is this Vinny Stigma? I think it is. Can you, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Vinny, would you like to wish me a happy birthday? Well, I, I, I think I'm going to go with the uh, burrito bowl. <laughs> what? He's going to go with the burrito bowl? Uh, yes. Instead of wishing me a happy it's really hard to hear you. I think I think his phone is like from the old New York. I'm having yeah. a really hard yeah. time yeah. understanding you. Yeah, we're gonna have to put you back on hold. Sorry. Aww. He was using a pay phone to make that phone mm. call with those old tokens that you put in. Really having a hard time understanding you. <laughs> was was he really just ordering a burrito bowl? I hope so. We picked no, up during him ordering yeah. tacos. He's at the Chipotle drive-thru. Is that a thing? Do Chipotle have drive-thrus? Maybe so. Not that I know of. Not around here. Maybe like in Maryland or something. Mm. Where you could you have space for a drive-thru. Get or Old Bay seasoning on your barbacoa. I miss the Old Bay. <laughs> 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 that new Bay is no good. I do love the Old Bay seasoning. It is yeah. really good. I never had it. What it tastes like? I mean, not knowingly. It's it may like have been in some paprika. And like, it's paprika. Like What's the red, big deal? Red, red. It's like paprika, salt, pepper. It's like a, a bunch of different. Oh, it's, Why can't you just use all it's, those three? Because hmm? this is all in one can. Yeah. It's like their specialty. Special sounds like, salt. Sounds like a Russian dressing, which is just fucking mayonnaise and ketchup. Mm. Oh, it is? Yes. More this whole time? With a fancy name. This whole time? Sometimes they put like little pickle, chopped up pickles in yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's generally, it's just that. That's the oh. base. Ruined it for me. Ruined your illusions. What well, do you I think mean, was I in only, the I mean, I, the Russian dressing, I only usually get it on my uh, pastram. Yeah. I dip it. I like to dip it. Pastram. That's the only. I never get it on like a salad. It, it tastes kind of gross on a salad. Yeah. It's all right. Mm. It's oh, not okay. my first choice. Yeah, I prefer like a ranch or a... French. French is okay. I Thousand like a, Island. I like a sesame ginger, like the, the the Japanese. Blue cheese. Blue cheese is good. Mm. A tasteful amount, not too much. Then it's just you're having a blue cheese soup. Is Nobody that bad? wants that. Nobody wants that. I, I don't have that. that. You'll have a blue cheese soup? Sure. 
Oh boy. Just a little fondue, blue cheese fondue. You'll, you'll, you'll have a fondue do after having that fondue. Three weeks later, but sure. Oh, three hours later, knowing you. That too. That's oh, I'm a fond very do. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I, do I hear like, the word fondue, I, do, I think of that. I do like a good fondue. Although I prefer like a sweet fondue, like a chocolate nah. versus a cheese. Once cheese. you get in Mexican restaurants, I'm fucking off the yeah. hook. Queso yeah. fundido? Yeah. Oof, it's very fundido. Oh, very fundido. <laughs> oh, I'm a fun very dude. I'm a fun very dito. <laughs> um, earlier this week, I went to a, like a spa schwitz thing. Uh, were you naked? It was five levels. I, okay, so there was a sec. It was co-ed on uh, like five of the six floors. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the part where it was just women, there were a lot, a lot of naked bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not comfortable enough to walk around without a bikini. But well, what were the age demos of the women in the naked area? Uh, all sorts. All ages. Like not kids or anything. Like just like a bunch of like women. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So like twenty to ninety is what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. Everybody shit themselves. <laughs> no, I didn't see any shit. Thank Colin, God. Colin's mom was yeah. not. She doesn't live anywhere around here. <laughs> the by the by, is... the way, Burrito Barry just joined the chat. Oh, oh. All right. nice. anyway, is that our friend Barry? <laughs> I don't think so. That's Bushwick Barry. Yeah, you better be incognito in the <laughs> chat, <laughs> but still went with Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he forgot to incognito that part. <laughs> oh, Burrito Barry wants us to take his call. Oh, okay. Okay. He's ready. All right. Oh. Oh, we have two calls. Oh, Brito Barry, we'll we'll uh, take your call. In a minute. We have a, a New York number. <laughs> Hello, six four six. Hello. Yes. Hey guys, um, happy birthday, Darren. Thank I you guess. very much. I'm calling to say it. What's your name? Where are you from? And uh, Dan, uh, from uh, Flushing. I'm up in Flushing. Okay, Dan. Yeah. What's up, Dan? Um, none. So just saying, happy birthday, Darren, That's and. Thanks for entertaining me, all you guys, all this time and My everything. Pleasure. Very nice of you. Awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, how long have you been listening? And uh, excuse me. How long have you been listening to the show, uh, like ever? Um, two summers ago, about. Oh, awesome. Okay, very cool. So not too long. Okay, mm-hmm. what's going on? None. Um. I had wanted to call it one time because I thought Darren had uh, umpired a softball game for me, but then uh, he explained what he umpires, and it wouldn't have been the case. But oh, all right. where yeah. do you I play softball? Say, keep going with was that? I said, where do you play softball? <laughs> uh, Queens, Brooklyn. Oh, okay. But uh, it's a men's league. But I, I think you had said you really don't do uh, men's league all that much. I did it this year. I don't, I don't know how long ago this was. I, I went back to it this past summer for uh, the second half of the summer, like into October. Hmm. <clears throat> so it may have been uh, me. Maybe. Uh, no, no, I ran into the umpire again. It wasn't you anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. He let me go all that way. Yeah. <laughs> Hung me out to dry. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, I have a question. If you ever run into a team, uh, Metal Militia, that's a... <laughs> oh, but, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, so can you... Is it like a basketball league by any chance that Rob can join? It's a softball league, he said. Oh, uh-oh. Oh. Softball, yeah. <laughs> all right. Are you in any basketball leagues, though, that Rob can join? 
I am not. Would you like to start one for him? <laughs> no. For Rob specifically. No, Let's do it. But he won't hang out Let's with you. Let's do him. it. Yeah, he doesn't want to socialize afterwards. He just just wants during. To show yeah, yeah, up, yeah. grab a few boards, and hit the show road. Show up, <laughs> play some center, get the hell out of there. Exactly. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. So do you want... I'm just going to go one and two, because there's just two left. So. Okay. Pick a number between one and two. <laughs> I won't one you if you say one. You already said it, and I didn't one you. Well, what about two for the Evergreat Jeter? All right. Well, it's not. We already did Jeter, but this is going <laughs> to be that this, annoying prick. This is actually going to be uh, Aaron Boone, the manager. Uh, let me get my music Bill, on here. That's disgusting. Yeah. I Aaron Boone took some heat for his first year as Yankees manager. Actually, a lot. And I'll say one thing about him. He showed all the intellect, game management skills, and savvy that you would expect from hiring an ESPN announcer to be your manager <laughs> because he hit a home run once. That's Aaron Boone. Thank you. <laughs> that's, nine, that's nine things I've said that are good. Wow. Does it hurt your soul? It are you does. Are feeling depleted? It does. I feel like I need a shower. But I did it. I said I'd do it. I feel bad that we're making you do this on your actual birthday. That's You know what? For the show. Okay. I will it's say. Birthday punches to his heart. Yeah. It really is. I, I, but I'm taking the hit, and I, I said I would do it, and I love the show, and I proved that I can say good things yeah. about the Yankees. Well, thank you, Dan. <laughs> thank you, Dan. Thank you for calling in. We hope you enjoy. Fuck the Yankees. Let's go, Mets. Yes. Yeah. All, right. All right. Let's get Burrito Barry back on the line. Burrito Barry. Yeah, yeah can I finish my water? Burrito Barry, we're not a burrito station. This is the Metal Injection Livecast. Well, uh, let, let me uh, uh, let me start it off with a little rice and beans, Rob. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm kind of hungry, so uh, let's do the double meat, Darren. Yeah. And uh, you could choose the meat. <laughs> um, let's see. Then we need, uh, I got to have my nacho cheese, Noah. Oh, and uh, let's garnish it off with a little sour cream, Sid. All right, that, that's oh. very and, uh, Yeah, uh, throw a lime slice on there. You know, it's a new year. I'm feeling kind of zesty. Make, make that two lime slices. Guacaraba. 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 I realize we haven't done that chant in a while. Yeah. It went through its phase. Yeah. Now it's nah. back. Retro. Vintage. Yeah. Just kidding, guys. No, do you know who this is? It's yes. Dorinsky guy, right? Yes. Dorinsky guy. This is, Dur- this is Dorinsky guy's twin brother. What? He had a twin? He did have a brother. I didn't know he had a twin, <laughs> but I guess he did. I believe it. Yeah, this is Dorinsky guy's twin brother. The name's Bartholomew. Bartholomew Dorinsky guy? Barinsky. Wow. Well, it's nice to meet you, Bart. Bart. Yeah. Can I call you Bart? Bartinsky. You can call me Bart. All right. I, I prefer burrito berry, but uh, Bart Bart's fine. <laughs> How do you get burrito berry and, uh, out of Bartholomew? B A R. I guess. I guess. All right. Oh, is Barry something that people call Barack Barry? So why not Bartholomew True. Barry? Okay. Oh, sure. Barry. Nice. Sure. You never you never heard that before. Now, do you have the same uh, uh, cougarish uh, tendencies as your brother? The same what? Cougar. The cougarish. You know, chasing men much younger than you. Oh, uh, not so much. Not so much. That's okay. I'm not judging either way. Yeah. Just curious. So, uh, so I want to look you guys, uh, 
happy 10th anniversary. You know, I've actually been listening the whole time. Mm. Oh, wow. wow. That's great. Yeah. yeah. You listen to episode zero? So, uh, <laughs> episode zero, which was terrible. It was. <laughs> yeah, it really was. But it wasn't, we weren't really trying there. We were like, uh, sort of testing the equipment out and stuff. That's why it was zero. If we were trying to yeah. one. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh. Goodbye. <laughs> so do you have any questions for your special guest? Uh, Rob, you got anything? Have you eaten any? Bread? How many twin brothers do you have? <laughs> I asked him a bunch of questions and he answered them. I had a question. Go ahead, Noah. I wanted to know how just, many. Just the one. Wait. Oh. Uh, what are what were you gonna say? Oh. I was gonna ask him how many <laughs> how many grill marks are on the ballpark hot dog that he ate last. Barry, how many grill grill marks on the ballpark hot dog? How many how many grill marks on the ballpark rank? Yes. <laughs> how many grill marks? Um, fifteen. I got the special George Foreman grill. Produces <laughs> lots of grill milk. That's good. Good to hear. All right. So. Yes. How was your, how was your New Year's Eve? We talked about it. Yeah, you hear time. it on the archive. <laughs> but thank you for calling, Barry. All right. Notice Barry didn't wish me a happy birthday, so I can't read this last one. Uh, he did wish you a happy birthday. Oh, he did he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at the in, beginning. At the oh. beginning. Oh, wow. He oh, in that in. case. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Sid, not only did Babe Ruth hit 714 home runs, he was also the world's first gamer. What? You know how gamers uh, yeah. video game play? He was playing baseball in easy mode <laughs> because MLB did not allow any black players because of segregation. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone he was hitting against was a scrawny, wheat-fed farmer. <laughs> the more you know. That was Babe Ruth. That was something I never, I nice. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. That's true. Something nice about Babe Ruth. There you have it. Ten nice things about the Yankees. Beautiful. <clears throat> Was Babe Ruth alive when the, the Mets were formed? No. He died in the 50s, I believe. I see. Sad. Yeah, mm -hmm. He lived a big life. Yeah. It did remind you. Talking about Mickey Mantle reminded me about that movie that uh, Billy Crystal did. Oh, 61? Uh, 61, yeah. With an asterisk. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this is really only for Sid. I apologize, but yeah. you know Steve Summers. Yeah. When that movie '61 came out, he did a bit like a parody, okay. and it was called '66, and it was about the Yankees '66 season when they yeah. were terrible, <laughs> and they had Joe Pepitone doing coke in the, the clubhouse. Oh my wow. God, it's fantastic! I don't know even where to find that. I'm sure Steve radio. Summers has it on Dat. If you just reach <laughs> out to him and send it to you. We've got it on the Dat already. What is it? <laughs> what is it? He's, if you don't know who we're talking about, he's a New York sports radio host who's been on for like 30 years, and he just does an old Jew. Well, he is an old Jew, and but he, he has is, this, yeah, he has like all the, he speaks in Yiddish on the air. And, and stuff. he's one of the weirdest looking people Very you will strange. ever see. Is he us? No. No. I mean, I guess our humor is somewhat similar, but he's way more Jewy. What's his name again? Steve Summers. Oh, Steve Summers, okay. I feel like I've heard Definitive face for radio Oh Definitive He looks like a rooster He looks <laughs> like Howard Stern If he had a short curly hair Like when he did have short curly hair 
He looks like if Howard Stern and like maybe Shelley Duvall oh. morphed into one. He looks ill, I'll say. Yeah. He does oh look ill. God. It's rough. Yes, it's a, I don't mean to insult look. the guy, but he says yeah. the same thing about himself. So yeah, yeah it's not pleasant. Uh, I have a quick uh, Donald Trump oh, no. news update. Is he dead? It's He's still alive. Uh, I don't know if I'd want him dead just yet. Yeah, let him let uh, occupy. Keep Pence out yeah, until he loses, I'm, and then I'm way more afraid of. Then he can drop dead. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he talks about. Uh, he's quoting a Laura Ingram tweet, where the title of the the post she shared was "Media didn't like General McChrystal until he started bashing Trump." Mm-hmm. And then Trump responds. Oh, I say so. General McChrystal got fired like a dog by <laughs> Obama. <laughs> he just forgot in the street. Like Rob. A dog I'm in sorry. the street. General McChrystal got fired like a dog by Obama. <laughs> Last assignment, a total bust. Known for big dumb mouth. Hillary yeah, Lover. Big dumb mouth. That's that's <laughs> Wasn't that a show on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just big mouth. Oh, you like a dog. What if I did that? It sounds like Thor Shredstein. Well, <laughs> well Donald similar. Trump is doing Thor Shredstein. But, you know. Not enough caps lock on those tweets. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> anyway, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, very good show. Flew by. It, it has. We thank you for staying with us. Here in 2019, we have some big things in the pipeline for 2019, including our 500th episode, which is a month away. Less than, isn't it? The end of this month? It's four weeks away. Yeah. So you're right. It is less than a month. Yeah. You fucking piece of shit. It's a good thing we've planned all of it out already. Like, we've got the format. We've got everything set. We yeah. practically It's team. practically recorded. We, yeah. we kind of do. Uh, that's a few weeks away, and we have a few shows... Before that as well. If you you don't want to listen to them, up to you. We are on every Tuesday. We are live every Tuesday from here on out, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. And then archived right after. Oh, gosh. (laughs) We post on social media every weekday. (laughs) Follow us at Facebook. We're Metal Injection Livecast on Twitter, MI Livecast. You can stream all the episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Spotify. That's my coach, Steve. And Spotify. Uh, <laughs> what a, uh, Stitcher. Yes. We're on Stitcher. Tune in. A bunch of stuff. You can get all the links on our website, metalinjection.net slash livecast. Oh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and we are out of here. Darren, are you going to play us out? Yes. Happy birthday, Darren. Thanks. Happy yeah. birthday, Darren. I'm out of nice things about the Yankees. Yeah. Sorry. Great, great job with those compliments. Yeah. <laughs> it's very entertaining. <laughs> Thank you. And I learned a lot about the Yankees. So. What, did, what was the, the biggest thing you learned? Uh, They're all terrible. All Darren, yeah. give me something off the cuff about Roberto Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> The best thing about that I can say about Roberto Kelly is that nobody remembers him or the shitty teams that he was on. That's right. Because he played when the Yankees were terrible. Except you and me. Oh, I know one other thing. This is not necessarily nice, just a neutral observation. He was the guy that... Actually, I could say something nice. He was traded for Paul O'Neill. Yes. So he never got to see his little bitch-ass tantrums breaking water coolers in the dugout. That's right. Because they were never on the same team. Yeah. How lucky for him. Mm-hmm.
Paul O'Neill. Speaking of Jufros, oh my God, does he ever have a Jufro? Yeah, he sort of looked like a Steve Summers, <laughs> but he was the head Jewish. shape. No, no, I'm saying he had. Yeah, he's to the, the If I needed to invoke something to give you an idea of what he looked like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, it would be a Jufro. What year did he play? He was like late '80s to 2001, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say like when Steve Summers was at his prime. Like, what do you think your hairstyle would have looked like if you were like an adult at that time? Uh, well, I lost my hair like before I was an adult, so I can't even say. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, no, it wouldn't have been Jewy. I had very straight hair when I had hair. Oh, okay. Flowing, flowing locks. Yeah, you had long hair at one point, right? Yeah, I just, I mean, it wasn't fully gone until I was like twenty something but it was very much gone when i was like 19 it was like a huge bald spot mm. or not a bald spot but i had the um like it thinned out in the front mm. so like it was like a crownish thing like i was on the way to having george costanza hair mm. you know and i did not want that mm-hmm. so i would just shave it or yeah. wear like a do-rag or whatever you wore a do-rag yeah do we have any pictures of Darren in a do-rag? I might. I don't think any of you have them. Is right? that really the third D, Darren do-rag? Yeah. Well, we're talking about 25 years ago. Come on. Give me a break. Was it like a Mets do-rag? I had all the different kind of ones. Like Are the Orthodox seen? Jews have the Mets kippies? Oh, the, yeah. That's so embarrassing. Yamoki. <laughs> they have the two Hebrew letters that say M and Tz. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You used to see those all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. You never see the Yankees uh, Jew hats. Why is that? They don't accept Jews. Into the is that true? Yankee Stadium. I don't know. I feel like a lot of Jews are Yankees fans. Yeah, actually. Unfortunately. I dated someone who was Jewish and was a Yankees fan. Anyone I know? Bit of a front runner. Yeah. Is he also a, uh, a uh, Warriors fan? fan? <laughs> no, that's not being a front runner. That's fucking terrible. Let's get at it. Get at it from here. It's my mom. It's a pleasure, everybody. Thank, Thank you, you so for all much. the birthday wishes. This song was mentioned on the show very briefly. Life. I work from 9 to 5 Hey hell, I pay the price 